This is Radio Free Istvan. The following public service announcement is direct from the Praetorian. Do not look directly at the Black God machines. Any dreams of paradise should be duly ignored and combat stims taken immediately. Remember, all defectors will be shot on sight. Emperor protects. What's going on, Radio First Van listeners? And welcome to episode 147 of the Radio First Van podcast, a wargaming podcast. My name is Michael. I've got my co host, Derek, here. Going to say what's going on, Derek. How's it going, everybody? And uh, we got a pretty cool episode for you guys today. Hopefully, this episode you don't hear like the Discord things going back and forth like you did. Have, I didn't even realize that uh, I was monitoring those on the on the uh, soundboard here. So that's on me. Whoopsie doodle. About halfway through last episode, uh, my cat did decide the soundboard was the warmest thing in the room. So uh, there was absolutely nothing we could have done about <laughs> that, even if we wanted to. So. It's okay. Just blame our uh, sound technician on that one. Yeah, she's uh, she's picky and particular, but she's the best in the business, to be honest. Oh, absolutely. Best in the studio right now, at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, we probably got a pretty good episode. We're going to have some voicemails we're going to go over. Um, yeah, we got a voicemail we're going to go over because, uh, nice. you know, people called in as soon as we dropped that. Uh, Love it. We both got a couple of games in. I think we both learned, like, quite a bit from both of those games. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, we got some things that we just want to like talk about, what we're working on, things like that. Uh, Derek. Oh, actually, hold on before I get too let's, crazy. Yeah. How you been, dude? Let's just, let's just I've, I've been loosen okay. up. You know, just, just hanging out. Uh, I got I got some feedback this week, you know? Some, some people had something to tell me. Is that something you want to talk about right now? Do you want to, before the voicemails, do you want to just like get this out? Because yeah. I got messages. I got messages. And I was I was like, I don't know. What, I mean, just a fun fact. It's a, we can just throw it out. Or if you want to bring it up later with things that we learned this week in our games, we can bring it up later. We'll just, we'll, we'll go ahead and rip this bandage off right now. Did you know that your secondary objective <laughs> counts just as much? The victory points, those victory points count no matter if you're tied or not. Yeah, well, I found that out too. What? Well, oh. <laughs> everybody, I'm, God bless you all. Uh, everybody's like, wait, what? And goes to their books because they just immediately go and believe whatever comes out of my mouth because I apparently talk with confidence. Yeah, no, I mean, you definitely, uh, I learned to replay from you and just like, I just, you know, I don't go to the book if you say something. I, I wish I knew who told me that. And I just believe them, and then I forget who tells me that, and then I repeat it, and then somebody says, wait a minute, and then I'm accountable, because they remember that I said that, and I don't remember who told me that, so the the buck stops, the buck stops with me with that one. So what's so funny is uh, I think everybody at the game store plays that way. Like, John for sure plays like that. Like, yeah. Coyote plays like that. We went to... Port Moss, about this. There might be people in San Antonio that believe that now as well. San Antonio, Austin. Some, some people came down from a few places for that. So. Yeah. So, like, basically, we were just playing Horse Heresy on hard mode for a little bit. But we're, we're sorry. Now we can loosen up a little, you know, play, play a little easier. We make the mistakes so you don't have to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, 
But yeah, no, after that episode, the the, uh, the messages came across. Could you tell me what page this is on? Because I can't find it. I was like, oh, uh, I'm pretty sure it'd be right here. But it was like people who were sending me those messages, I was like, man, they would definitely know this rule. And they would definitely uh, have. Yeah, and, and thankfully, nobody was super snarky about it. Nobody was like, <laughs> um, well, actually, if you look on this page, it clearly. No, everybody's like, hey, so that's the first time I'm hearing about this. I've had plenty of things go wrong in this edition too that I just took for granted. Where does it say that? Was it because I'm, I'm looking? And everybody was just concerned that they were missing out on something. And I don't know if it was just a weird mission from some packet that got carried over <laughs> at an event, or I don't know what happened here. But I'm pretty sure somebody is going to hear this, like is is heard last episode, but didn't not going to hear this episode, and. They're probably going to continue playing. I'm pretty sure there were some fights where like somebody was like, oh, I knew that. And they like text message like you actually didn't win the game last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you've been cheating me. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> I knew you were cheating. <laughs> I finally vindication. So, yeah. So sorry, guys. That's that correction. So I will strive to do better in the future. I think we'll all strive to do better. We probably won't. But, you know, that's, you know, like I told uh, many people before. We will uh, we offer a money back guarantee on this podcast. So whatever you're in it, hey man, we'll cut you. We'll cut you that RFI check. I'm back. here to be entertaining, not factually correct. <laughs> it was just content generation. Derek knew what he was doing. He was trying to get you engaged with the podcast. <laughs> hey, that's that's interaction. We count that. <laughs> Sometimes we'll toss out little lies to see if you're listening. <laughs> But anyway, I'm, you're you're a big man for dropping that rea- redaction. Every time I mess up, I'll, I'll own up to it. It's just a game. I can't say I got it right, you know? It's just a game. You ready to listen to voicemail? Oh, give me some voicemail. All right, guys. So like we discussed last week, uh, we did have to change our voicemail number. Uh, unfortunately, it was uh, our old voicemail was taken. Our new voicemail is 361 361- Two six five eight six five eight. That's three six one two six five eight six five eight. If you guys just want to go ahead and take your uh, phone out and then go to your contact, just add Radio Frist Van to your contacts, or and, up, update your existing contacts. Yeah, update your existing contacts. That way you can uh, give us a call whenever you're feeling down, or it's it's not going to cost you anything. You know, just just give us a call if you need help in the middle of a game. We can't help you, but we'd love to get that voicemail. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> or if you know. Maybe your girlfriend just left you or, you know, you don't really have anybody to reach out to. Go ahead and you could talk to our voicemail. (laughs) If you personally believe that you could fight a bear, I want to hear about it. (laughs) So, yeah, give that number a call, guys. And uh, we want to hear it. After you have a game, give us a call. We want to know how it went. But that being said, let's hear this voicemail. We don't. And by the way, we don't listen to them until the show starts. We oh, can yeah. only see a transcript. We don't read the transcript. But it's I can tell you this standard. transcript has a bunch of asterisks. That means there's a lot of cursing. I immediately see that. You can see that without reading it. You yeah, see the you asterisks. You scan it, and I don't see content, but I do see I do see some, I guess, ed- parental advisory explicit content. <laughs> so a big old sticker on that. So let's see what we got here. Back on the 
darkest nights so much more unbearable. Uh, well, I deal with. I, I totally said that fucking wrong. But you know what I meant. You know, you, you make me where I can actually get through work at night. Listen to you guys just jibber jabber about fucking who cares, whatever. Uh, just every once in a while, you know, slip in heresy. That's all that matters. <laughs> and I, I would like to formally start a petition to get fucking Scott and Ryan Kimmel back on the cast. Okay? All right. That's, uh, that's it for now. I'll, I'll go back in another day. Uh, bye, and I uh, miss your face. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so so speaking of Ryan and Scott, right? Oh yeah. So Ryan actually hit me up and I guess like us just even starting this is uh got a lot of people in his DMs <laughs> saying, Hey, what's going on? So so I believe that, you know, if anything's going on, maybe they're poking the bear a little bit, they're trying to get that get Ryan out of uh old hiatus. I don't know. I can't say that's what's happening, but I do know that the conversation is happening from people, not us. Like I, I do know that people yeah. have been hitting him up. Uh, Scott, on the other hand, I, I don't. I, I definitely see that's possible because uh, powerful Scott is currently working on uh, world eaters. A word? Some beautiful world eaters. Actually, you know what? Here, I will take care of you, Derek. I will show you these. I gotta, I gotta get to look at these warlocks. So, Scott has been painting world eaters. He's, he's sending me pictures. Um, the idea behind his is he took that whole, like, uh, uh, world eaters are red now because they're, like, they're bloodstained. Yeah. To, like, that's what he's doing. And so, check out these, uh, check out these scimitars. The, that, the paint scheme that everybody talks about doing. Yeah, check that out. Oh, dude. See how it's like stained blood that like it looks like it's like they have ran over so many people that like yeah it, it's like he painted them the codex scheme for them and then just weathered them until they looked like this yeah and that's, that is hot they're solid so definitely uh and plus you know I, I don't know if Scott's playing but I do know he's painting so there's a that's huge man you no. Know, might not be too far off from oh that spartan looks dope <laughs> yeah oh my god dude jeez that that's killer so position received and uh we'll we'll see what we can do about that uh but yeah uh i'm glad uh, speak back to the voicemail the content of the voicemail yeah we are glad that you have something to listen to at night that's what we're here for man uh once you run you out personally. of that just go ahead and audible mortis. It's great. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep selling that book, man. I'm, I'm. It's so good. I need to get. I just need to dive into the Siege of Terra because I'm just so far behind on my reading, and I wanted to do it in the chronological order so I have that context for everything going on. I'm not gonna remember. No, I'm not yeah. gonna remember every little guy who shows up on screen. And oh, he was from this book. This book. No, I'm not. I went straight into uh, like I hopped in with uh. Oh, what is that one? It's got Sanguine on the cover. Oh, I think that was the second one. Oh, I, I, was it Gates Saturnine? Of a, I think it's like Gates of Eternity or something like that. It Echoes is. Gates of Eternity. Uh, 
Heralds of the Siege. Heralds of the Siege, that one. Yeah. Heralds of the Siege. And like Echoes of Eternity does have Sanguinous on it. But I started listening to that and they were talking because I just jumped in, right? I just yeah. like at the time I was like collecting Blood Angels. So I like hopped right in. I was like, let me get a book with like Blood Angel theme. And I was like, was oh, there's hype about this. They're Sanguine, right? Sanguineous. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's probably a good book to jump in on. Yeah. And they kept talking about like how pissed they were at the the Praetorian for Beta Garm or Beta Garmin. Or like basically they just sent like a bunch of Titans to die. Like it's pretty serious. And so yeah. I was like, I was like, that sounds way cooler than me reading about these dudes getting ready to get raffle stomped by Horus. I should read about Titans. So Titans just, are cool. I just went straight over to Titan death and I'm reading Titan death. I was like, this is cool. And then I went right over to Morris. Like, I'm just like, I'm all over the place. I'm like, I'd probably give somebody like a brain hemorrhage if they were <laughs> reading in the, the route I'm taking, but I'm just jumping to cool stuff to cool stuff. And I was like, oh, I remember that name. Okay. Cause I've got the big flow chart of like, where the plot lines kind of go. And so I would read not in order of release, but in order of, okay, so here's, uh, was it the, the first heretic? Then I go to Aurelian and then I go to no, no fear, which kind of follows Lorgar and Argyll tall and what they've been up to. And then I'd go, okay, that's cool. Let me hop over here and read about uh, Prospero through that, that campaign. Oh, there's a short story that's relevant in this like compilation book, this anthology book. So, I've also kind of been all over the place like that because I'm following specific narrative tra- narrative trails. And do, how does that break it up? Does it break it up by Legion or does it break it up by like... Uh... Mostly by Legion, yeah. Oh, dude, that's tight. That's, see, I need to see that then because like... Yeah, if you just Google Horus Heresy reading order flowchart, it's this huge document. I think it only... The one I have only goes up to Master of Mankind. But all of the threads just kind of converge on Master of Mankind. Oh, Nice. Yeah, no, so my buddy Tyler, he's getting, he's new into Horse Heresy, and he's all like... Powerful Tyler. He's all, do I have to start from the beginning? And I was like, no, nah, just go Fear to Tread. <laughs> you like Ultramarine? Just go straight into Fear to Tread, you'll be all right. Yeah. So... Yeah. A lot of people say you do need to start with Horus Rising, False Gods, and the third one... Flight of the Eisenstein? Yeah, sure. But you don't have to. No, nah, right? man, not if you have friends. <laughs> like or, you, your homie to a Wikipedia or a game shop. Yeah, your homie just be like, "Hey, bud, oh, you want to know what happened on Isvan Three? I'll give you like the drunk history version of it. Don't you worry." And that's write that down. That's that's content. Oh, dude, I did that. I did that on TikTok like that. Like they were asking about what happened, and I like drunk history to like a TikTok to like about it. You're gonna make me download TikTok, aren't you? <laughs> and I was like, like I gave like my drunk history version of, of something. I can't remember what it was, and uh, people were like, "You should do more Horus Heresy, like drunk." And so I like went off. I was like, "Yeah, I'll do more for you guys." Like you, like don't take my word for you like. Boys want to know about Cygnus Prime? <laughs> I was like, I, I can't remember what it was, but it was like it was like super sad because it was like, oh, it was about the uh, drop site drop site massacre. Oh. And like pour one out. Why it was so sad. It was like they literally thought they were gonna go, you know, help. You know? Well they thought it was gonna be like, you know, six on three or whatever the numbers are, and they were right, just not in the way they thought they were. It was sad. Sad times. But yeah, no, I I did do something like that on TikTok. But anyway. Um so yeah, no, no, like that's uh that is definitely something I was just like, Yeah, just start fear to shred, you'll be all right. Yeah. Start loving your characters. And then uh, I did like that one book, uh, Censure. Censure? 
Yeah, Censure. Uh, it was like a short story. I've not heard about that one. It was good. Okay. But but yeah, glad we could hook you up with some, some delicious content to drive, work out, and study to. Yeah, if you work that late shift, you know, glad uh, you're listening to us right now. Uh, we're going to give you a five-second silence so you can check your surroundings. Oh, what's that? Oh, that's good. Oh, oh. oh it's, it's okay. All right, cool. There you go. All right. <laughs> so, all right, cool. Derek, what have you been working on, man? Oh, just been painting stuff blue. I've been trying to shotgun these ultramarines because Josh wants to get more games with them. Uh, after that first game we got, he had to get the, the rematch in. Mm-hmm. Now that he kind of knows what the army does and knows what to expect. And so I'm just trying to make them look good. So I don't feel bad putting them on the table, man, because all his solar ox looks stellar. And mm-hmm. I just feel bad putting my half painted ultramarines. The guys it, who are painted look great. I think. Yeah. And if you think you're a fast painter, you are not as fast of a painter as Josh is. Like, Josh will pull all-nighters to have an army fully painted if he plans on playing you. And when he wants to try out new units, he just, like, whips it all up the night before. Like, Well, he's got how many combined points of Solar Ox across the board? More than I care to count. And it's all fully painted. That that alone speaks to his stamina painting. Uh, He didn't have Trojans before our game and whipped up a Trojan... And I saw pictures. He just uh, has casual Trojans. Assembled and painted the Trojan the night before our game. Powerful. Yeah. <laughs> just. He's, he's got the tech. The, the, man, the man's wild. The man's wild. He flies through those, those solar ogs. That man is driven. So, yeah. No, what else have we been working on? Ooh, mostly just that. Uh, so, are you going deep into the ultramarines? Is that the plan? Like, what's your what's your end goal for them? Like, do you do you kind of have your list, or do you want to? I think I'm just going to build this three thousand point list, and that's just kind of going to be it. I'm like I said, I'm mostly the idea behind the project was I want to swing for best painted at an event. Okay, because I know I, I do good gold and I do good blue, and I think this is a good way I can put them together. And they're definitely best painted on my table, at least the guys who are done. Bro, you keep throwing down those sergeant banners like you did on that one guy. Like, that was... I don't know if I want to let that secret out or if I just want to... Hey, man, I will not tell your secret if you don't want to give it out. But Derek has a sergeant with a banner that you can read his vexilla. Like, you could read the words. I don't know that I could read it. You definitely could read it. 100%. It is identifiably, like... Script. It's not a little black scribble like all of my stuff is. <laughs> it's not your your point zero zero one pen from Hobby Lobby <laughs> scribble. These are like texts. These is like you know written language that I can tell. Pretty sure you posted a picture up in the Discord from my first game with Josh. Oh, I'm sure I did. Yeah, it's under the uh, game pictures. It's just my little guy pointing. Yeah, can you read it? Uh, hell no, but it. You can tell there's text there. Little Imperial Eagle on it, little little U. So you know who he is. Oh yeah, no. It is not legible. It is too small to read, but it is identifiably text. Yeah. There's even like spaces and stuff like that versus like just straight scribbles. At the time I felt like I could read it. At the time I was so impressed by it then blown aback that 
you were, yeah, you were visibly like, hold up, stop the game. Derek, let me see that guy right there. What the hell? I thought what it was, is this? I thought it was cool. He was pointing the right way. So I picked it up. I was like, look at this little guy pointing the right way. And then I saw his banner and I was like, Derek, how did you do this? <laughs> Time out. Yeah. So. I, like I said, I, I wanted to do these guys like 110% of what I can do. Like if I bring this to the event and I don't get best painted, then you know whoever did get it, they beat me at my best. I can't be mad. Yeah, Miles is playing or something, you know. <laughs> like Henry is at the event. Oh, oh god, they're not coming to. The... Oh <laughs> shit. Oh jeez, oh, I got to repaint these guys. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's more it's more work than I remember it being because I've got a couple units that I did up because we started a escalation league I think last year at the, our local shop and I'd done up a little bit of it just to kind of play along with that and. Yeah, other than that, I've just been dealing with stuff at the house. It's just stuff keeps popping up. Dig it, man. Dig it. So like you're you're gonna finish off that three thousand points and that's it. I might tweak the list a little bit, but I don't think I'm gonna add anything too crazy. Like I might try to squeeze out fifty points to upgrade my missile launchers to last cannons. Mm, I gotcha. For five points a model, the last cannon is worth it. Cause my missile launchers, we'll get into this later. My missile launchers didn't do anything against Josh. They annoyed him, if anything. They're like a very small scare tactic, but, you know, they're not last cannons. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Uh, what about you? What have you been working on? Yeah, talking about, like, how you, like, basically, you know, this 3,000 points is what I'm going to do. I feel like there's, like, two ways of, like, building armies. There's, like, the, I'm going to build this list because I think this list is fun. And then there's, like, the obsessing over a legion and like buying every list possible for it and yeah, painting everything I'm going for it. to collect this faction. Yeah. I'm at that level for blood angels right now. Yeah. I, I understand it. That's how I did 40 K when I got into it is I just collected space wolves. Yeah. Yeah. No, that so is a, if, if I'm not careful, I'll get back into that and I need to not do that. <laughs> no, no, I get it. I get it. That's a, that's where I'm at right now with blood angels. Like I have like a, 3,000. I have a couple 3,000 point lists I'm playing. You have a Blood Angels Minotaur. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be cool. <laughs> that's a list that I'm slowly <laughs> moving towards is like building that, up an artillery base list. That's not for a list. That's there just so you can say you've got a Minotaur. <laughs> yeah, dude. Two Blood Angels Basilisks, which, you know, what are, what am I going to use those for? <laughs> I have no idea, but I got Something. them. They'll go with the Blood Angels Minotaur, that's for sure. So, uh, I got a bunch of the uh, blood angel tanks in and the last time I had played Josh, I had like basically played a list that, uh, that was not like my true to form list. It was like the stuff I had at the time, like okay. stuff that I could take and to fill in points. I had to like take the Thunderhawk transport so I can make up the 500 points and all that jazz. And so, uh, uh, I, I had a game coming up with Josh on Thursday and I had, or Friday, Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. And I, I was like, well, I can't go unpainted. So I had to like quickly assemble and quickly paint. Like, and the way I do my batch red, like yeah. it's easier. Like if I do it, like if like basically by the time I'm painting one tank, the paint, the tank I started with will be dry. Okay. So it's just smarter for me to wait till I have like, four or five tanks and then just assembly line process them. And then just like, you know, uh, primer, all of them, 
and then uh, we're gonna go like Mephesto, or we'll go uh, Zenithal Highlight, um, one tank, put it to the side, move on to the next one, move on to the next one, move on to the next one, and then by the time I'm done, I move back to my first tank, and it's all dry and ready to go. Oh yeah, and then I go in with Mephesto in red, and then I go in with the. Uh, uh, Bloody red, and then I go with Reichland Flesh Shade and hit all the shadows and all that shit. Damn. And so, like, it's like I can do them all together at one time, and then like I pull off all the turrets and I do them in the uh, Corvus Gray, and just like I can, I can. It's it's faster for me to get them all done. I can get them like really done really quick, but like fine detail work, like uh, uh, my Sponsons and stuff like that, or pencil mats and stuff. Like I just paint that up later, like when I'm. Yeah, definitely with airbrushing the assembly line styles. Usually gonna be more efficient. Yeah, yeah. If I stopped and like, it, it like, if I were to like, oh, I got a Sakaran in today. Go paint the Sakaran. Like the amount of effort I had to put in to paint the Sakaran is pretty close to the amount of effort I would have to put in to paint five Sakarans, right? Like, so it's like, okay, it, yeah. So let me go ahead and get the most out of because then I'm like wasting paint because I'm cleaning out my airbrush and all that stuff. Yeah. So so anyway, so I did wait until I like I had a uh, an order coming in of uh two scorpius and so yeah. i was like i was like yeah i was like i really want to field these and i was like but like i have to wait till and they came in thursday <laughs> and so, so i was like i was like okay i gotta assemble these scorpius i've got to uh prime them tonight and so i got the scorpius assembled primed them along with uh a sakarin punisher a sakarin arcus a uh what else did i I had a couple of rhinos I've been meaning to prime. Oh, and three predators. <laughs> yeah, and, and three predators. Some uh, casual squadron of predators. Yeah, with my uh, bell turrets on there that I, I modeled up. So I got those all primed. And then Friday, my work, we kind of get off at noon whenever uh, we're not busy. Like So like everybody kind of stops working at noon, but like I'm still on call. So, yeah. so I was like, okay, cool. Like it's noon, like nobody's calling me. I will uh, help this guy out who needed help like a panel. And so like I'm talking him through how to like wire up a panel and he like, there's like a long pauses, like 30 minute, 40 minute pauses while he's doing something. And so in that time I was going through my like batch painting process. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, Oh, you need me? You need something? Hold on. Oh, <laughs> one second. It was like, oh, that's the air compressor in the background. And so, uh, uh, and then he just thinks you're in the field somewhere. Yeah, he thinks I'm busy. You know? <laughs> and so I, I painted up my my three predators, my Sakarin, my two Scorpius. Like, just went went ham. Just had them ready for uh, there you go, man. Uh, for Josh. So, yeah, I, I definitely feel that. Yeah, and, and, it's, and so like, so my army, like you know, I've like got like all of my, and I'm just like armor breakthrough right now. Like I've Hell got yeah. armor pool. It's yeah. Blood Angels parking lot. Yes, I've got a ton of tanks. I have absolutely no Blood Angels infantry painted <laughs> up. I, the, the closest thing I have to a Blood Angels infantry model is uh, two guys in the back of a basilisk. Oh, just hanging out playing cards? Yeah, like holding the shells. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> and, I got your Primark right here. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, those are the only guys I have, like, infantry-wise that are painted up in my army. So, uh not doing so like I, I'm not flexible as far as like points wise goes right now. Like I can't. Yeah. So, and, and I keep telling myself I need to be like, I need to order some like, uh, some Mark six dudes. And like, I need to get start, start getting some jump dudes and like, 
But like, I'm having way more fun painting tanks right now. So, and that's what it's about, man. Just <laughs> you know, you don't need infantry. Like, just make sure you got a plan for what happens if you you blast your opponent off an objective. That's what the minotaurs are for. <laughs> just take care of pro- little problems like that. But. No, I mean, that's, like, I've been working on my head, like, I've been, like, thinking about what the next step is, because, like, I can only go so far with the Armored Spearhead, like, there's only so many, like... You're going to run out of heavy support slots. I'm, I'm way out. I'm way out of heavy support slots. Like, I am beyond, like, I, in this last game I played, I filled every squadron to the max to in every heavy support squad. And, like, I'm just like, man, too bad I have all of these extra Basilisk, or I have these, like, you know extra heavy support. I got Spartans, I got land Raiders, you know, I got all sorts of stuff out the butt, but they can't be, they can't play together. So we'll take a Terminator command squad. Yeah. Well, that's people, Derek. <laughs> I just, they, those are people. They don't have treads. Well, if the model never hits the table, does it count? Huh? Just hang out in the Spartan all day. <laughs> I, I guess, I guess, <laughs> I guess it doesn't. So, but no, no, I've, I've been painting that. Like, I've been painting nonstop those. Now this week, like... Every time I come over here, there's way more tanks than I remember. That's the plan. Like, during the week, like, when I'm working, like, I'm taking meetings and stuff like that, that's when I paint up Sponson. That's when I paint up pencil-mounted stuff. And, like... It, it looks like your tanks are making babies. That's what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> so... But no, no, that is that is what I've been working on. I'm planning like some storm eagles to come in. Like I want to, ooh, storm eagles are hot. Yeah, I want to. I want to do like a storm eagle, like uh, wrath of angels list. We're just coming hot. Yeah, angels wrath is a fun. Oh yeah, little angels wrath. I'm. I haven't seen it in practice yet, and I really want to. So I keep. Anytime somebody's like, I don't. Know, I want to build this legion, but I don't know what to play. I'm like, Have you looked at angels wrath? Have you considered like? Four Storm Eagles. That is where my head is at right now. Because that's... Do it. Because it's more tanks, right? I mean, I got to paint up some infantry, but, you know... Yeah, something's got to go in them. So... No, no, I'm looking forward to that. that. That's my next thing, is once I get all these tanks painted up and actually, like, sponsons placed on them, because I got a lot of stuff that doesn't have painted sponsons right now, which is an eyesore. Yeah, I think all of my tanks are still just blue. Because I'm I'm stuck chewing through putting uh, decals on everything. Yes, and I don't want to, I don't want to gloss stuff down because I'd rather have everything ready for gloss at the same time. Okay, yeah, no, that's uh that is where I'm at. So, but yeah, no, I need decals too on my new tanks. My old, all of my old tanks have decals, but my new tanks yeah. do not. Ever since I learned how to use decals, I'm never going back. Yeah, no, I don't even like uh, uh, molded shoulder pads. Like, I'm hardcore decals now. Yeah, they're cool if you if you have to use them. Like, I've printed up some accessories for guys. I've printed some shoulder pads. And, like, you know, I can just emboss Legion symbols and stuff. For things I don't have decals for, that's fine. But if I've got decals, I'm not embossing because then I have to paint it. And I'm, I'm just not worried about that. Yeah, I'm trying to have, you know, easy life over here. It's easier to weather. It goes on in like no time flat. Mm. You should be using decals. Everybody should be you, using decals. You the listener. If you're not if you're not using that decal game, you need to step step up. Get on it. Yeah. So let's hear about this uh game you played against Josh. Yeah, man, the rematch. The rematch. So he had uh, he tried a different type of list. I don't think he tuned it specifically to fight me. He just He's trying to see what works and doesn't work with a solar ox. So 
I think it's probably similar to the list he played you with, minus a few tweaks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he was running the cohort doctrine of the the I forget what it's called, but it's the one where it's just armored company. Yes. So his HQ is a Lehman Russ command tank. He's got two squadrons of vanquishers, one of which has a separate Lehman Russ command tank on it. So they both are going to have that cognizant in there. Yes. Then he had three, what are they called? Three Dracosins with the battle cannon, demolisher cannon. Demolisher cannon, yeah. And then just 10 man squads in those for grabbing objectives. Six of the Laz cannon Carnadons. Yes. And I think that's all he had. And just for y'all know, that don't know uh, Solar Ox stuff, the Carnadons are like the sabers of... It's, uh, it's like a Predator. Yeah, well, mm, it's a little weaker than a Predator. Well, yeah, but, you know. It's like in between a Saber and a Predator. It's like, it's got Sponsons, it's got weak armor. It's like, it's like a Rhino with, with guns. Is the best way I can describe it. Yeah, it's like 12, predator. 11, 10, yeah. Little baby, <laughs> little baby Carnadon. But fully kitted with three last cannons, man. That thing's that was a lot of last cannons. That was a whole lot of last cannons. Oh, God. So uh, we were playing over here in your shop, and we'd set up a little little urban table. So we had some pretty dense cover with some ruins, some buildings, things like that. Uh, the mission we got was War of Lies, where you set down different objectives, and at the end of the game, you find out how many, how many victory points each objective is worth. Sometimes it's a lot. Sometimes it's nothing. So I'd end up getting first turn on that. I kind of moved up my land raider, got everything in position a little bit. What was your what was your plan against all those tanks? Did it look like I have a plan? Because I did not have any kind of plan. Okay, so you're just gonna rush at them and and. My plan was hopefully rear armor ten crack grenades. Yeah, I think that's kind of like what most people would see when they see that much armor. It's like I have got to get into combat with those tanks. Yeah, that and I need to pin him down in his deployment zone. All those tanks, I need like I just need to stick him where he's at, and that keeps his important like, like it keeps his line troops off the objectives. Okay, okay. Because I'm only gonna the only way I'm gonna win this game is if I just control the objectives. Yep. Because like pound for pound, I'm not gonna be able to do as much damage as he's doing to me with all with six vanquishers and three last cannons each on six tanks. There's there's not I cannot just. Take that blow for blow. I think my land raider lasted a turn. So everybody inside started walking. The I put my Loki Taurus on top of a building trying to like hide them with the elevation, but I, I didn't hide them well enough and they just got blown apart by those vanquishers. Like he was playing like they still all had 10 melta bombs on them. Like he was like, I don't know what you did last game, but these guys are definitely not going to do that this game. They had their threat; their threat level was still high <laughs> from last game. Like, yeah, it's like I don't remember these guys or what they do, but I I do remember I don't like them. Yeah, one thing I endeavored to do this game is I told myself I'm not going to coward out. I'm going to use logos like Tora every turn. I'm not just going to decline to use it because you know everything I need to do is important. So I just wanted to get a feel for how how I can make that work, and I think that really helped me out. It was kind of, I mean, there was also no night fighting this game, so, I mean, getting yeah. that minus one to your blister skill on some stuff wasn't uh, as critical because, you know, yeah. you're still blister skill four on some things, even with minus one. Right. So 
yeah, thankfully that, that all kind of worked out. So the Fulmentaris, I kind of parked them behind a building where nothing had line of fire to them. So that all game, they're just using guided fire. And, uh, Hey listener, I don't know if you knew this, but if you're using guided fire on a unit, they, the vehicle they're shooting at is definitely 25% or more obscured. <laughs> so that vehicle gets a cover safe. Yeah. Until they take away <laughs> cover, or ignores cover from those things. Until guided fire lets you ignore cover. They just have a six up cover save because you cannot see them. Which is fair. Yeah. That, that didn't seem correct to me because I was comparing it to something like barrage where you do consider the attack as coming from the center of the, the marker. Mm-hmm. So that would negate most cover saves unless you're like in area terrain. But no, it just straight up. Everything gets cover saves against it, which was fine. It didn't make a huge difference. I don't think, but that was just one of those things that I wasn't expecting to have to look up in the middle of the game. <laughs> uh, what else happened? My missile launcher guys got lit up in a big way. The demolisher cannons on the Dracosins, those are really fun to look at. It's strength 12, AP3. Brutal. Just AP3. Brutal. Yeah, rending six up, so they're not really popping your tanks in one shot. It's kind of one of those sad things that happened. In, like, demolisher cannons used to be like, like if somebody was like, you don't have any anti-tank in your list, you're like, well, I took some demolisher cannons, so I can rely on... <gasps> Oh, dang. Yeah. Nowadays, we watch the Demolisher Cannon perfectly fall between two rhinos, and they both just took a whole point. It's like, oh, that one has to snap shoot next turn. It's so sad. <laughs> it's like there was absolutely no uh, uh, demolishing going on with the Demolisher Cannon. Yeah, that. I feel bad for that. That's It's a, it's an easy pen, but it's not an easy yeah, destroyed it, result. I don't know what it's meant to be shooting at. Like, it's AP3. But it's a small blast. Terminators. So your Terminators get their armor saves. They got to make three of them. It's still somewhat rending, you know. And then Brutal 3, you know, they do have to make it three times. Yeah. I don't know. I think a Terminator can make three saves. Yeah, Vindicators are just not it. Like, anything with the Demol... Like, like, Demolisher Cannons are just rough, dude. Yeah, it's hard to fig- like look at him and go, okay, this is meant to go after that. Like, putting a hull point on a high armor value thing, that's cool, but how many of those, like, four, four Vindicators or four Demolishers, you're way more points at that point than the Land Raider you're trying to pop. All day. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have an answer. I, I- When you can just take a squad of last cannon guys. I got two Vindicators from... Uh, and they're not Barrage either, right? Or are they Barrage? Uh, I don't think they're Barrage. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. Because I was thinking to myself... Um, if they are, they weren't... He didn't use it that game. Because if they are, like, I, I think... Because I had gotten two Vindicators from... Uh, uh, from an Iron Warriors player who, like, left the game. And I was like, yeah, I'll paint these Blood Angels Vindicators. And then I played them once, and I was like, oh, oh no. Oh, this is why I left the game. I was like, these are <laughs> dog. <laughs> like, these are garbo, baby. Mm, you hate to see it, man. So. Oh, but, yeah, no, just demolisher cannons in general just have gotten lost this edition, unfortunately. Nope. Uh, it is ordnance. 
Yeah, so 2d6. So don't roll snake eyes and you get to pen the tank you're fighting. Yeah, strength 12 and you get to roll 2d6 and pick the highest. Thanks, I guess. Don't roll snake eyes twice because that's thunder. Oh, it has thunder. Oh, yeah. I don't know that's thunder. Not that I don't it know why it has thunder. Oh, well, I don't either. You're gonna put a whole point on a tank. It's probably not. You're not gonna blow it up. Point. You're not gonna blow it up, but you are gonna do something. Actually, that's an interesting question. Uh, how does rending work with ordnance? No, uh, you get an extra D three. You roll two D six and take the higher, so you get two chances of getting that six for rending, which is another D three. So you're so you're eighteen. Well, it's AP two on the rending. Not so for not against vehicles. Not against vehicles. I don't believe no. Oh. That sucks. But you're like, if it is, if it is rending, then your 12 becomes 18 and then you get an extra <laughs> D three on top of that. So uh, does a 21 pen, a uh, 21 pens. Well, it's AP three. So I'm just going to get shaken. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's penetrating. What penetrating ignored? Cause it's a uh, super heavy. Yeah. Damn. So yeah, you could absolutely pen the shit out of anything. Well, if, if there was a rule out there that like, if you like, doubled out the armor value. <laughs> you know, like you get to you get to insta kill the tank or something like that. Now, yeah, something like that, then strength 12 would be would really mean something. <laughs> until that day, until until you can convince your gaming group to run that homebrew, I really wouldn't worry about it. That's wild. You can get a 21. <laughs> Could you imagine? Well, oh, cuz no you know nobody out there is rolling that rending that D3. Nobody out there is doing that. Cuz why would they, right? Like, I'm not going to, uh, yeah, my 18 pens. I don't know what you have, you but got, my 18 is cool, fine. You got it. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, I've got, I got 48 hits. Yeah. It's like, thank you. You got it. You, they're dead. Please stop rolling. You're being facetious at this point. It was like when my suzerain charged Josh's, uh, is like Laz rifle section. Like, okay, they got five attacks each. I got 10 of them. So there's 50 attacks and he just pulls the unit. He's like, please stop doing that. He's like, we're, we're, we're good. They have what? What do they have? They have, they have power axes. No, we're good. Uh, but yeah, so I wasn't so much scared of the Dracosans as much as I wanted to pin those down so that the line troops inside could get dealt with. So yes. that I could I could just try to win the game off of having more line alone. That makes sense. Because the, the Suzerain are line, which I don't think they should just come with line, but they do, so here we are. The And then I have to take three troops for Logos Lectora, so I just I have more line units. Yeah, no, definitely. That's a uh, and it and it paid off this game too, for the most part. Uh, turn f- four and five or five and six, I think it was a six turn game. It was a full six turn game. Yeah. yeah. So turn five and six, he just says, "Okay, cool. Uh, that line unit, yeah, I'm just gonna obliterate that unit. Uh, that line unit, I'm just gonna obliterate that unit." And he had the last turn for turn six. He was the sec- yeah. player to go second, so he was oh, last yeah. on on turn six. So he. He did what he needed to at the end of the game, which is murder all of your your troops that are even thinking about capturing objectives. Yeah, I did have one that was behind a building on an objective that he couldn't really shake. But honestly, we didn't even really play out that shooting phase because we just counted up how many units he had destroyed because it was one victory point per unit destroyed on each side. Yep. And then I just went ahead and rolled to see how many victory points that objective was worth, and it wasn't worth anything. So that all just added up to be, he was already up by, I think one or two points. Yeah. And so we're like, 
Because if it was close, yeah, he could absolutely. There's like a falling back tactical squad he could have obliterated. There's like three guys with missile launchers he could have taken care of. Popped a rhino. Yeah, there's another rhino he could have popped for a free point. Yep. That's one thing that really hurts the dedicated transports on missions like that is it's just free points. Like I played my orbital assault space wolves against your fury of the ancients last edition. And it was a similar mission where every, every separate unit was worth a point. So just kill dread, dreadnought drop pods. Yeah. Or I think you were just popping my drop pods. No. Oh, Cause yeah. your dreadnought would just charge it and just like fold it up. <laughs> Close the doors, put it on his shoulder, and just walk off with it. Like a bento bot or one of those Chinese to go boxes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> put it back down in the ground. Yeah, so that's definitely a strike against dedicated transports if you go into a mission like that. But honestly, it was a good game. Like it was really close until the end. It could have gone either way based on based on how the roles went. I think he played his list really well. Slowly tuning it a little better and better. Yeah, and he gave me a pretty big disclaimer. Like he doesn't like playing it like that, where it's just a bunch of hard hitting tanks. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I get it. He wants to test out and see what everything's good at. See what you know, tune his list. And he does need to like, uh, like he's trying to find that like, hey, what's good with Solar Ox kind of situation? Like, yeah, what are they meant to do? Right. How can they how can they stack up against uh, the, uh, the Adeptus Astartes, you know? Yeah. And if killing Adeptus Astartes is your goal, he's figuring it out. Yeah, I, I do like a tactic he's using where he's running like minimum squad sizes. He's running squads of 10 just so, okay, cool. You get your charge with your command squad of Suzerain and you get your billion. Okay, cool. You kill 30 points of Guardsmen. Yeah. It's, a, it's the overkill, right? He lets you overkill like... You get to only pay for, or you only get to uh, kill ten dudes, even though you're getting like fifty attacks and all that stuff. So, yeah, and if you if you kill eight dudes, you know he just pulls out the sergeant and the 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 vox. The he, vox he makes them run so that they run. Yeah, because he wants to shell, just completely shell you next turn in the shooting phase. And I think it's a good tactic, and he's got the right mindset going into it. Because I would have never thought to do that. I would just run twenty man blobs and be like, all right. You're gonna you're gonna charge. All right, my tercio of three twenty man laser rifle sections are gonna overwatch the hell out of you. Yeah, but now it can be oh my six ten man <laughs> tactical squad or uh, six ten man tercios. Can you have six? Like is it zero to three? I can't remember. Oh, I'm not super familiar with the tercio rules yet. I still need to sit down with that book and go through it. Yeah. There's a bonkers amount of people that can be in a tercio that all react to you at the same time. Yeah. Those of you unaware, the tercio, it's like the Imperial guard, the uh, platoons they used to take where your troops, your troop slot is a tercio of different squads together. And so long as they're within, I think three inches of each other, when one of them reacts, all of them in formation get to react as well without spending Extra command, extra reaction points, as long as I think they do the same reaction. Yeah, and they all count as reacted whenever they do, which it's pretty nice. I mean, it's it's a crazy way of getting way to fire. Uh, there's a whole bunch of like different tercios available. Like, uh, yeah, there's your command tercio. There's your your heavy support tercio, which is like your Lehman Russes. 
There's your infantry tercios. I think there's like an elite tercio where you can get the Veltaris, the storm squad with the axes. Yes. It's yeah. pretty nice. It, it's it's a fun role. It, it definitely is kind of like, uh, I, I, like the closest thing I could compare it to would be like a legion's legion ability, right? Yeah. It's kind of like what the solar rocks get is their tercio ability. But yeah, so that was just kind of my plan is to get up as quick as I can, have him react to me, stick him in his deployment zone, keep control of his scoring units, like make him walk so that I can do stuff to him. Uh, I was not super impressed with just hiding my Fulmentaris behind a building. Like, I really miss them reacting to stuff. Because the So the rule for their, their targeters... If they don't move, they get guided fire and night vision. But if they're going to, they can't use any reactions except for if they can actually see their target, I think. Okay. Like there's, there's some kind of, I, I can pull it up real quick just to make sure. Cause I honestly, I was probably playing it wrong. So like, I mean, I think a lot of the reactions require you to have line of sight in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, things like uh, advance and falling back definitely require line of fire. Uh, here we go. The Petrarch targeters. A unit that has activated their Petrarch targeters may not make any reactions other than interceptor or overwatch unless they can draw a line of sight to any models in the unit that trigger the reaction. So because they're not getting shot at directly and they're not getting charged, they can't use my Ultramarines one where... The Ultramarine's reaction, if you're not aware, is return fire, but with the unit that was targeted, and then any other Ultramarine's unit. Gotcha. So you can't just lob them over the building. Uh, right. Yeah. Now, if he shoots me with something with barrage, I can return fire. Yeah, no. But since they weren't getting shot at and they weren't getting charged, they're just completely missing out on... Wait, the- you can... Wait. You can react to barrage... You can return fire if you don't. If you yourself don't need line of fire, I'm pretty sure you can. Because I think it specifically says in order to react, you need to have line of sight. Oh well, okay. I, I just don't know why I would call that out specifically in their rules. Then, yeah. Either way, they're not getting shot at. They don't get to react. Yeah, yeah. Like if you got hit with a basilisk, even though you could return fire with your missiles, you can't. During the shooting phase, the reactive player may react when any enemy unit makes a shooting attack targeting a unit they control. Uh, they can spin with the reactions. The reacting unit may make a shooting attack targeting the unit that triggered this reaction following all the usual rules for shooting attacks. They may not make attacks indirectly, including barrage weapons or other... Okay, so it specifically calls that you cannot attack indirectly with return fire. And I think... I bet Overwatch says the same thing, uh, which it does. Okay. And then in addition, your Fulamentaris rules also put the disclaimer that they have to have line of sight in order to react. Right. So I think it's just specific to uh-huh. their trying to make sure their missiles aren't uh Yeah, the, the main thing that it call that, that would prevent you from doing is using the Ultramarines unity of purpose reaction. Yeah. At a unit you can't see. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that unit would have been a little more useful running around trying to get shot at so they can return fire. But then again, if they did get shot at, it would have probably been a uh, Vanquisher turret, which would have absolutely obliterated them. <laughs> yeah, no, I think they were good there. Because I 
pretty sure that that would have been the first unit that would have gotten targeted by oh, a, yeah. a full unit of vanquishers. Yeah. So the the last cannons going into my suzerains was really fun. I, I actually that's the place I would have wanted to put them. Yeah. I was just taking those hits on my Praetor, which for I gave him the mantle of Ultramar upgrade, so he has battle hardened one, so they don't double him out. Mm-hmm. And then so he gets his better involved than the rest of them have to shooting because they only have a five up against shooting. The suzerains go to four up in combat. And then if he, as long as I put, like if he's targeted or if I allocate a wound to him, he gets fearless and it will not die four up until my next turn. Okay. So he kept soaking up wounds and then they would fall off of him at the end of my turn. And just heal him all up. It would have been a lot nastier if I had a Primus Medicaid in that unit, so he also gets Feel No Pain because he's not doubled out, and then Primus Medicaid lets you re-roll. It will not die. But that's a little more than I want to throw into that one unit. I gotcha. That's fair. But eventually the last cannons did take him down, and then the squad started taking a lot more casualties. Then they just started getting vanquished yeah. by vanquishers. Which, if you didn't know, this edition have Brutal yeah. and our Strength 9 AP 2. Yeah, Vanquisher turrets are tight, especially if you're trying to get Terminators off of your board. Because Strength 9, AP 2, Brutal 2 will do work. Yeah, try you get to have to try twice to roll above a 4 to save your cat, Cataphracty. Yeah, so that dude has to make two invuls. If he fails one, he's gone. Yeah, <laughs> because it doubles him out. <laughs> Even though you have two wounds, you're still doubled out. So Yeah, and they do the same thing to Suzerain that they do to Terminators. Pop them. But yeah, I think that's pretty much how the game went. Because he didn't come out of his deployment zone too much because I kind of pinned him down. And anybody who made a run for the objective, I was able to whole point down their turret with those uh, full Mentaris. Okay. So once they're out of their tank, I just hit them with the shatter shells. Yeah, just erase them from... Just the living. Overkill everything out of these 10 guys. Yeah, so I think one of the big things that he learned from that game was uh, retreating back into your tank. So step out to shoot, and then when you advance, he retre- or when you move, he retreats back into his tank. Yeah. So Yeah, that's one thing we were talking about, too, is with the FAQ specifically calling out that your withdrawal reaction or your advance reaction... It can put you back in your your transport if it if you end your movement within the normal embarkation rules. So you can have a tercio of las rifle sections popping up in their aurochs, hopping out, laying into you with their rifles, and then everybody withdraws back into their tanks. Yeah, because they all get the same reaction. Yeah, they all do it. Tercio, they can all do the same reaction. They all just load back up in the bus. Yeah. <laughs> Get back in. Go, oh, Jesus, they have guns too. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, I think that was pretty much our game. Came down pretty close, but in his shooting phase, we counted up. He had way more points, or he had a couple more points than I did, so we just kind of called it there. Wow. So you fared a lot better than I did against Josh. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> My game uh, was a... Uh, a slaughter. <laughs> it was uh, very, very painful. So my game was like armored column on armored column. Uh, so against you, he had taken his uh, 
Carnadons, yeah. right? And I think like after two games in a row, like trying to switch up how he's like at like how he's loading out his Carnadons, he finally realized like, eh, Carnadons aren't really bringing it, right? These could be more Lehman Russes. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, on our game we played, he ditched the Carnadon for uh, three Legion destroyer. Or I'm sorry, uh, uh, Lehman Russ. Lehman Russ destroyers. So the uh, the ones with the just the tank hunting like <laughs> barrel. Which one is that one? It doesn't have a turret. It's like solely oh, a tank hunter. Okay, yeah, yeah. So instead of the turret, it has a hull mounted laser destroyer. Yes, that's all it is. Well, oh, I don't gosh. think it's a laser destroyer, but it is. It is something brutal. Uh, so he took three of those with the command tank and a Trojan support to go like fix them up. Yeah. Other than that, like everything was exactly the same. He took his demolisher cannons off. He swapped them out for last cannons. Um, as far as like my list was concerned, it was kind of, uh, uh, it's kind of like my all comers list, which would be uh, three predator squadrons of twos. And the way they load them out is their sponsors are last cannons. Okay. And their, uh, their turret is the twin-linked uh, uh, Bell Predator turret. The, the assault cannon. Assault the cannon. pattern assault cannon. Yeah, and then there's a pencil-mounted assault cannon on there as well. Okay, so you can kind of tweak based on your facing where your sponsons go and then just put your defensive weapons into the nearest infantry. And, and the idea would be that they're, they can always react, right? And so, yeah. like, it's a... Uh, and that's why I, you know quote-unquote downgrade my Predator cannon to the twin-linked Alistus, Alistus from Strength 7 to Strength 6. And so that it can react. So it can react. So you get that off-turn off shooting. Yeah, so like my my last cannons are going to be good at taking down tanks, whereas my, uh, uh, my assault cannons are good at taking down infantry that decide to fuck around and find out. Um I'm thinking what I might end up doing and, and something I might do in the future is basically have uh, in all of my squadrons, I'll have a really good tank at killing tanks and then a really good tank at killing infantry instead of making them both do good at that and then determine by what army I'm playing against is the tank that starts taking the wounds. Okay. And so, uh, because like I had it spread out, it was like one of those things where, you know, they were efficient at killing both things, but they weren't good at killing, you know, right. They were just like decent, you know, like my, my assault cannons, they can reach and I can roll hope for sixes, but like against big stuff, like, you know, AV 14 and stuff like that. And like AV 15, my, uh, roll fishing for sixes and then fishing for the extra D three just mm-hmm. wasn't the, it was very, very unfortunate. So yeah, and honestly, I think that's kind of counter to like counterintuitive because you'd think, okay, I want this squadron to be good at killing the same thing. Yeah, but having your defensive weapons able to target a different unit now, yeah, is a game changer. Yeah, and, and that's kind of the so like if you take a really good tank that like a tank that's really good at killing tanks is very bad at reacting because right. it's got to have high strength weapons. Mm-hmm. And so the idea would be he has his own little bodyguard against infantry, right? Yeah. And then if it's like, oh, I'm fighting an all-infantry force, okay, I'm going to get my infantry-killing tank up there, and then when it's time to start taking wounds, you start going, hey, fuck you, <laughs> tank, <laughs> tank killer. Tank destroyer. Tank destroyer. 
and that that was like probably one of the biggest things that like played off in this game and like one of the biggest things I learned in this game yeah. was dis- distribution of of whole points in a squadron is determined by the uh the controlling player right so and you have to do that before you start rolling against armor yeah it is you roll to hit and then they determine which tank you're hitting within that squadron. So in the case of Josh's unit, Josh is taking a command tank with a flare shield. Yep. And it like and in some cases it's he's got the warlord trait that gives him a five up. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and toss the last cannons at the side armor of that tank. It's like, well, no, no, no. Really? no. No, no, no. I distribute where you get this last cannon shots. So you could have and it was kind of one of the it, it came up in the game where I could see the side armor of three Lehman Russes mm-hmm. and, and like they're completely turned away from me. Like they could have showed me their butts the whole time. And like, like, like the ghost from Mario, you know, yeah. like, uh, the command tank is staring down at looking at me straight, like staring down the barrel. And so when I go, Oh, I want to, cause they look, it looks juicy, right? It's like, I'm going to oh, go and throw yeah. all you these last cannons on that Lehman Russ. And you're like, yeah. There we go. Yeah, I'm going to throw my last cannons into the butts of all those Lehman Russes or the sides of all those Lehman Russes and that command tank, you know, like freaking the dude from Rudy. <laughs> just <laughs> leans up and just shakes his head at it's you. It's all, nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. It's all, oh, yeah, all your, all your, I'm going to go ahead and, like, because that's what was happening. It's like I was putting last cannons in. I'm like, I'm going to put, like, four, I'm going to put four last cannons for my squadron in. And it's they're going into that unit of Lehman Russes right there. It's like, okay, cool. Uh, I got a flare shield. AV fifteen. So now my last cannons, although they have thunder, they still need sixes, right? Good and luck. it's just, and it's like, dude, these are last cannons, man. Like, dude, it's like, what? And then even if I do get the six, it's a freaking glance, and then the Trojan comes over there and fixes it, dude. Like, <laughs> it was so painful. Like, yeah, he's he's figuring it out. And then they're vanquishers, and I'm tanks, and so they just go through. And they're just. You know, like vanquishers are great at killing terminators, but they're just as good at killing tanks. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. Like what they were meant to do is kill tanks. (laughs) So like anyway, like that's my predators. Right. So I took I took three squads of two predators in that formation. So in that in that loadout, which is the last cans on the side and then the the Alestis. And they all had hunter killer missiles. Everything had hunter killer missiles. Why not? And. I took my HQ was a command Sakarin, and with my command Sakarin, I loaded out with last cannons on the side. It's got it. You can't take anything other than the accelerator auto cannon. That's fine. I've got the uh, hunter killer missile on it, and, and the reason why I took the last cannons is because he becomes blitz skill five, oh, and yeah. so like it's like, dude, I can't waste. I can't put heavy bolters or <laughs> assault cannons. Like I've got to tank him out so he can, you know, right throw those hot, hot AP or, uh, uh, skill five last cannons out there. Those two plus hitters. And I took, uh, uh, Oh, I, I got my Scorpius in. So I wanted to try the Scorpius. How'd those do? Uh, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, I took Scorpius. I took a squadron of two punishers <laughs> because that's in my, that's in my list. That's in my all cover yeah. list. And I've like, once I iced like a full squad of sabers with that, like with a single Punisher, they will, they will ever be forever be in my list. Oh yeah. In this list, it was not a good idea because they were looking at 14 strength six. Don't do shit against 14. Not unless they can do a little sneaky beaky. And they tried, they did not. (laughs) Um, and then I took a, a full 
Squadron of Arcus. So uh, two, two Arcus. Nice. All both of them. All two of them. <laughs> and then uh, uh, I took a Fellblade. <laughs> and yeah, so like it was funny because I was deploying second and like I basically left my Fellblade in the box until it was time to deploy <laughs> so it. Oh, just and, casually drop it in reserve. Yeah, Josh was on the phone. Like, he was, like, talking on the phone with somebody. And then when he turned around, and, like, it's funny because powerful Tyler was there, too. And, like, Tyler's seen pictures of a fell blade. Like, he's seen it on the table. But, like, I guess you don't appreciate how big a fell blade is until it's on the table, like, with the other tanks. I, I, yeah, I get that. <laughs> and so he goes, what the fuck is that? I'm like, oh, that's a fell blade. And he's like, he's like, he's like, I knew they were big, but, like, I've never, like, I didn't imagine that's how big they were. Like I didn't, you know, it's like seeing it in person, it's way bigger. And so Josh turns around and Josh gets off the phone and goes, What the fuck is that? <laughs> I was like, Oh yeah, I brought a fell blade. That's, he goes He goes, Did you really? I was like, Yeah, I know, I really did. Like I really like hundred percent, yeah. Hundred percent brought a fell blade, yeah. It's like this is this is coming along because like, you know it's like, Jesus Christ, look at the size of its health bar. Yeah, twelve whole points, hell uh, fell blade. Uh, it it was I took a on the fell blade because it can have a uh, two pencil mounted weapons on it, Ooh. one for each hatch. I took two Alyssa salt cannons on it, <laughs> you know, and then it comes with the demolisher oh, wow. cannon. It comes with the fell blade like accelerator launcher, and then it's got the uh heavy bolters and then twin uh, uh the twin heavy bolters and the last cannon spawns in. Uh no 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 it has a uh, oh, gravis the the, the twin link gravis last cannons. Twin linked Gravis last game? Yeah, yeah. Just like the, like the Spartan. Spartan. It's got Spartan sponsons. So That's hot. That thing, if I could take two of them, I would. <laughs> they, that thing, <laughs> she she was heavy. But that was, no matter, like, because what happened immediately, I got second turn, did not, uh, did not seize. And so, like, immediately, like, the first thing Josh asked me is, like, hey, what does the Arcus do? Because they're out in the open, right? Yeah. What does the Arcus do? It's like, oh, they're uh, five shots apiece, strength eight, AP two. Okay, vanquish them. Say less. Yeah, they're dead. Okay, like immediately. Not anymore. Like, not. There's like first turn, right? <laughs> and then the 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 the, the, the uh, Dracozin, they've got last cannons now instead of the demolisher cannons. Okay. And so one just comes up and just goes, "Hey, <laughs> what's up, Sakarin Punisher?" And when you roll a six, dude, they just go like, it's like they blow up. There ain't nothing you can do about it. Explodes. And so immediately, boop, bye bye Punisher. Ouch. Well, then you know it's like, okay, well, Vanquishers are killing Punisher, or Vanquishers are killing uh, Predators. They're killing Arcus. Like everything's going right. The only thing that's like not dying is my command tank, which was I did not have in view. And then he didn't even try and touch my fell blade. He was gonna be. He was busy working on the little stuff first. I can see that. Okay, Scorpii, Scorpi, my Scorpiuses, however you say it, and Scorbundus. Scorpiusy. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> they were completely out of range, of view from anything. Okay. So I was just going full-blown barrage on them, right? Yeah. And so his list was the same list he took against you. So it was six Vanquishers. Plus uh, minus some Trojans and uh, Carnivans. Yeah. He, added, he added his Trojan in there to go fix stuff. Carnivans were gone. It was instead tank destroyers with a with a uh, a tank commander who's got his freaking <laughs> flare shield and cognosignum, and so everything yeah. everything that's got like tank hunting abilities 
is ballistic skill four and protected by armor value 15, right? Just, just ready to, uh, ready to ruin my day. <laughs> so we end up like, First turn is like immediately demoralizing because you know you're just like oh the, I, oh, I you, the, you I spent was, all day painting those I was ready to I was ready to run some Arcus like I was like I was hard for Arcus right oh, yeah. they're gone immediately strength at AP two no I ain't seen the table five shots guys? a piece nah get don't worry about those guys I was like oh okay that sucks and then one of my Punisher dies I was like okay well you killed the non painted full leaf Punisher and then uh you know now I've got all of these uh, predators who just watch their friends die and. The spiders so, just watched all the Sakarans get popped. Yeah. So so I run forward, and I'm like, okay, well, I've got to get my Punisher on the side. I've got to get him somewhere where he can hit side armor. And I do all this maneuvering, and then it's just like unload with Punisher. And it's just like, once again, Rudy face. <laughs> like, is that what <laughs> no, you can no. do with that strength six? Like, nothing? That's what I thought. Get out of here. It's like, okay, cool. And my Fellblade, I should, this is on me. This is on me not reading the rules of the Fellblade. Oh, what's that? Right? So Fellblade is Strength 10, AP 2, Armor Bane, and Breaching 4. Okay? But with the part I didn't read... Oh, yeah? It's a 3-inch blast. Oh. So I went in thinking I've just got this, like, one-shot gun. And I was like, oh, yeah, let me just go ahead and just roll the dice. And I thought it was Twin Link, so I just, like, rolled the dice... A one. Roll the dice again. A one. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you, Fellblade, for doing absolutely nothing for me. It still does, you know, I've still got the the twin-linked Gravis Last Cannons on it. I can still throw freaking Strength 9 out there, AP2, with Sunder. Yeah, that ain't nothing. It is kind of nothing when you're against armor value 15, man. <laughs> it's not a lot. Like you a can... four up in save. <laughs> Five up in so yeah, so that's that's what I'm dealing with, right? Like that's a everything. Every time I try and like take care of those vanquishers, Josh was looking at the primary threat with his command tank, and it was just like, yeah, like like a like a uh uh like a like those cobras. You know how they get they lock onto you with their eyes? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and they, they like they, they, <laughs> they don't hypnotize you. Yeah. His his tanks were doing that to my tanks. Like my tanks were just all shoot <laughs> shoot at me. Just daring at you to swing first. And my tanks are like, okay, okay. It's all I want to shoot at my front armor. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to shoot at your front armor. Yeah. Well, hey dude, hey, let's shoot that guy's front armor. It's like, wait, wait, wait. We can see all the rear armor. No, no, no. I'm gonna go with the front, dude. <laughs> He's that dude's looking at me weird. <laughs> like, I think what Josh should do is like have like a uh like an expletive or something on the front. Like, so like, it's a, like your mom's fat on like a little sign. It's like, hey, what's that guy saying? No, no, no. I'll show him. I'm going to shoot that guy. <laughs> so yeah, dealing with that was a whole thing. Uh, the only kind of saving grace was like, who, like the only, the only people who really, uh, we weren't a hundred percent sure on the rules, but like the only people who were like kind of, immune to the hypnotic gaze of the, the tank commanders uh, were my Scorpius. Cause like, they don't give a shit. They just barrage you. <laughs> like, they're like, yeah. Side armor. Yeah. It's like, well, he's definitely getting hit and he's definitely getting hit because they're taking the damage. And this is where the damage is coming from and all this stuff. And so like 
side armor strength eight. It was good stuff, you know. It's like I don't give a fuck about your flare shield. And so uh, with the with the bar- multiple barrage rules, you know, I'd walk them in, you know, just like yeah. That was one thing I found out this past week looking at it. Uh, if you get a hit on a multiple barrage, it doesn't have to go over the first template. It can go anywhere touching any template, overlapping however you want it. So you could just use that to just rack up some hits. Yeah. And, and I was pretty good about placing my templates in the first place, so I was getting two. And so, like, every turn I was getting uh, four hits on Vanquisher side armor. Mm. And strength eight AP four, you know, it's nothing crazy, but it's still enough It'll to put some hole points on them. It's enough to put some hole points, and they were they just kept sending it, boom, boom, boom. Uh, I didn't really get to use their rocket barrage rule too much. Just, I mean, they didn't move, but you know, it's not really necessary in those cases. Um, I, I was getting the I was getting the necessary uh, strength to armor ratio, so I didn't need the rending. Um. I was fishing for sixes pretty much all game, just nonstop hoping those. Mm-hmm. So I also learned that gets hot isn't as scary as it used to be. No, not again, not on vehicles. the The worst case on it is it, it you lose out on a shot. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. There's a if you guys don't know the new gets hot rule isn't like immediately you take a glancing hit. Uh, if you roll a one, you get to re-roll again, and if you roll a one or a two, then you get a glancing hit. Yeah, which is you know. Didn't not, happen. It's not a big deal. So I was, you know, absolutely just like reacting as much as I could, just trying to survive, and, you know, grasping at, uh, grasping at some sort of. That's right, because that's the uh, the assault cannons. They used to have like a malfunction rule where if you rolled all ones, it like jammed up for the rest of the game. Instead, when you react with it, they get hot. Yeah. Now, when you react with assault cannons, uh, they get hot. So yeah, I'm just like hoping and praying for. Uh, uh, a, a rending six, right? Yeah. And then on top of that, I'm hoping and praying for like a five or a six because like <laughs> I'm like trying to glance armor 15 with an mm. assault cannon. So you get the six, then you get the six and, and I've got to explain this like every turn, like I've got to explain what I'm trying to do. And then it's yeah. like, it's like, Oh yeah, the six becomes rending in the armor penetration roll. And then now I get have to roll a D three to hopefully get, three extra strength to it so that I get to 15 so I can glance your, you know, command tank fingers crossed boy. Oh yeah. No, I was going to, I was going to town. Yeah. And there's really not a lot of options as far as precision shots on tank hunting. No. Cause why would there be? Well, it would, it would help you out in that situation because and specifically against solar auxilla specifically <laughs> against the tactic of having a command tank with a flare shield. Cause then you would get to pick which tank takes the wound and all you got to do is do one whole point and then that's where the rest of them got to go. Yeah, no, it's but, a, but it's a, you know, anything short of taking a diviner and having him throw precision shots on your tanks. That was kind of the, uh, like I, and, and definitely we didn't realize how powerful those distribution of wound or whole points was until like turn two or three. Oh yeah. But, by then, I had already dealed out whole points to uh, uh, to command tanks, so he was the one taking him. But then it was like you kind of realize later on, it's like oh, Scorpius should have gone first, dished out their one or two whole points of damage to the uh, uh, to the side armor of these tanks, so that I th- think those still you have to 
you have to allocate those wounds normally. So I think he could still put those on the command tank, though, right? I don't know. Pro- probably. We didn't know that. We There was no... Somebody will correct us, but, like, there was... It just didn't make sense, right? Because, yeah. like... Because, like, in the case of... I don't think I've ever played a game where I haven't had to put a tab on the vehicle squadrons page. Yeah, because, like, that was, like, the big thing where it was, like, well, if I'm dealing against these two models that took damage... Like, when a vehicle explodes, right? Yeah. It, well, it generates hits on the unit, and yeah. then you you allocate those wounds normally. Yeah, so, so the whole idea was... And, and even then, like, I can't draw a line of sight to them. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it gets wonky because you have to allocate it to a model they can draw a line of sight to. You can't allocate That's it to what I'm a model saying. they can't see. So with Barrage, things get a little weird. That's what I'm saying, dude. It's it's strange. I mean, it's it's a very, very good tactic for Solar Ox is, like, that flare-shielded, like... It's strong. HQ tank just handling business. So command tank. And then it's got a Cognus Signum, so it's not shooting because it's a ba- basic battle tank. Yeah, hey, night fighting's good. Yeah. You can't evade. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, you know, and they're getting ballistic skill plus one, so they're all hitting on threes. And then his Vanquisher's got the uh, the auto cannons that, uh, that basically dial in the shots for him and to make his Vanquisher's twin link. So it's like he rolls the auto cannons, hits you, and, and they... You know, still need sixes. You know, they can still glance you yeah. on your front armor. And then on top of that, it's okay. Well, now I'm getting twin linked on threes. And then now I'm also Sunder. So I'm rolling Sunder. Like, yep. just, it's just stacking those rerolls. It is a, a monster unit. It is a very, oh, yeah. it's very good at killing everything. It's a good, <laughs> like, that should just be the standard Lehman Russ now. Like, <laughs> just vanquishers, like, yeah, for agreed. days. Agreed. Because I don't think it costs any points to upgrade your battle cannon to a Vanquisher cannon. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's five points or something like that. Because it doesn't cost anything to upgrade to last cannons, which I thought was crazy because you got four of them. And then they FAQ'd it to where you get two of them now. Like six months ago, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, but I think it's five points per per Vanquisher. Which well worth it. Worth it. Every day it's worth it. You get auto cannon. You get auto cannon. That's worth the five (laughs) points on its own. Like, are you kidding me? So... So yeah, the, the only so here's the thing. All right. Did I get my shit rocked? Absolutely. Okay. No question. Did I have a great game? Absolutely. Cuz Oh yeah. Because my Fellblade was there. My Fellblade was there. <laughs> yeah, like because I I didn't because I forgot it was Blast 3, right? And that's on me. It's not on anybody else, it's on me. You know, you get a new model. I, it happens. Two turns, I missed. I mm. I I rolled a one and a two on the second turn, and a one and a one on the first turn. So my fell blade didn't shoot for two turns with its big bad fuck your front armor fifteen cannon. Ugh. It just it it didn't do anything the first two turns, and then like I didn't even know about the blast till the end of the game. So like don't even worry about that. I just had to roll normally, right? I was just like slinging it in there, and then my strength ten armor bane is going. Hey, 15, get out of here. Boom. It's like just sending, sending pain emails. To, it was, it was great. And then I think like turn four or five, I was close enough to his, uh, to his Lehman Russes to like, to ram them. 
Yeah. And which was a dumb idea. Don't ever do that. <laughs> I mean, if you can get side or rear armor, maybe. But I could also shoot strength 10 versus just ramming with strength 10. Like it's a, cause I still have to snap shoot after it happens, but like, I mean, yeah. And you have to stop whenever you hit, like it's, it was one of those things where it's like, it was like, this is not the right thing to do, but I've got to prove a point. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Like my fell blade has to ram these Lehman Russes. Like I'm not going to not Ricky do, Bobby this. Do I completely drop off my fell blade cannon and make it snap shoot? And like, really wouldn't have been able to shoot because it's a it's blast. A blast <laughs> so like would not be eligible to shoot. So, so yeah, it was a, I was still shooting it cause I didn't know it was blast, but I was snap shooting strengths or uh bliss skill I mean, one. So super heavy might, override that i have not used super heavies this edition yeah well if it does i I did not many people who are if you could just go straight up drive up to the enemy and start ramming them while you're blasting them that'd be excellent but i didn't see anything that would and and i look into it i just you're just like "Ah, we're just gonna josh remembered the ram rules and so i was like i'm gonna ram this guy and he goes he goes that's fine and i went to go ram it he goes so just remember your snap shoot and i was like oh I was like, I forgot you've got practice. <laughs> and I was like, ah, fuck it. Already done it. <laughs> uh, yeah. When a super heavy makes a shooting attack, it's always treated as if it had remained stationary. Yeah. But the, the Ram attack specifically yeah. says that you have a snapshoot and then it even tells you what to do when you have a super heavy. It's all like when you have a super heavy, you're okay. So that's in the Ram rules, not in the super heavy rules. Yeah, no, it's like in the RAM rules, it tells you how a super heavy treats RAM. It uh, uh, it doesn't just do half the armor. It's like half the armor plus a D6, and then it's like uh, in addition, max 10, something like that. Okay. So you didn't get the benefit of your plus one to ramming for being Blood Angel? Oh, I forgot about that. Ooh. But, oh, yeah. yeah. If you're already strength 10, then I think you might... It might cap out at 10. Yeah, it would have. Dude, I totally forgot about that. Damn. That's okay. That was the only time I've ever rammed. And it definitely... Well, I mean, when you hit a like a infantry unit, you just do D6 hits to them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that I just sure beats the old tank shot. Yeah, I tried to smack that Lehman Russ. And I did... I, did, I killed one. I killed Lehman Russ. But that was, that was kind of it. Whereas I could have been like just slinging out Fellblade cannon and and last cannons and continued to block line of sight to everything, because that's what I did at that point. I just used it as like a uh, a mama bear protecting <laughs> all the babies. Just get behind me! Oh yeah! And, and I was using it because like there was that that ter- there was a big train piece in the middle, and so I only like gave one view that you could see like a single tank that you could see you make a window so I could make a window so I can only deal damage to the tanks I could see. Yeah. That was something that Joshua did against me in the first game where he was using his vanquishers to make little corridors for his laser destroyers. The, uh, the, the rapiers. Yeah. And that's how he sniped my master of signal out of the unit. Yeah. I think that's gonna That's going to be a huge thing. This edition, especially with, uh, you know, being able to distribute whole points, distribute wounds like that. There's going to be like a, a really like dickish move where you're <laughs> just the one rapier and then two Lehman Russes just making a little viewpoint for you. you can only see one tank. Yeah. And one of the things I was doing was I was running uh, my squadrons too deep, like running them parallel to each other vertical. Okay. 
And so that way, you know, cause they can see through each other. Yeah. And so it's like they would, the back unit would still be able to shoot and the front would also shoot. It yeah. Was, yeah. Josh had done that to me with his, uh, Carnadons. Yeah. The dick formation. <laughs> but, but that was like, it, it's interesting. Like maneuvering is going to be, is, is, is something yeah. new. And especially when you go to try to react with that, that squadron, it gets kind of weird. Cause he had, he had a, in our game, he had that formation. We had two in the back side by side and then one in front of that. And then the command tank in front of those. And, I had run up on him with my seekers, which can take melt bombs on the whole squad. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm totally going to react and try to get out. And then the two in the back, they couldn't pivot such that they wouldn't hit each other. Yeah. Which is something you definitely have to make sure you, you uh, yeah. take into account when you're trying to react with your vehicles. Yeah. Assuming we even played that right. I don't know. Normally when your, your vehicles, you move them one at a time, I suppose. It's not explained too well. Yeah. So I'll it, see if I can't sit down with that and figure out a good explanation of how it works. And if not, I'll add it to the list of, hey, how does this work? Yeah. But that that's pretty much how my game went. It was, there's a lot of dead tanks. It was just a tank on tank action. There was, it was a large battlefield, plenty <laughs> of terrain. And so, uh, those those that av 15s tough it's tough nut and i don't have anything short of fell blade <laughs> that is that can casually handle that casually handle av 15 and it's kind of weird saying that now because like truly my like i have a full tank list full of last cannons but just know that in the case of av 15 you need something that's really good at killing tanks not just something that's like good at killing tanks. You know what would probably do pretty well against AV fifteen? Uh Sakar Inventor. Of uh, Vanquisher. Oh yeah, Vanquisher <laughs> does just fine. Strength nine armor bane. Uh it's not armor bane. It's not armor bane? No. They're Sunder. Oh. Strength nine Sunder. Mm. Uh with breaching, I believe. I here, here I thought they were armor bane. No, no, they're not they don't have armor bane. They definitely feels like they have armor bane, and they're two shots. It, that's what it felt like to me. I believe they're breaching, breaching six. I believe. Uh, nope, heavy two, sunder brutal. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, either way, it's enough. Two shots, it's enough. Oh, it's the the destroyers are breaching. The, okay. Yeah, the laser destroyers, uh, strength nine, AP one, breaching. Those are very good at killing. Uh, the laser destroyer? Yeah. No, that's not the right gun. Oh no, it's yeah, it's they're it's not considered a laser destroyer. Yeah. As, in the, as soon as I said I'm like, no, this is not correct. This yeah, is not the right tank. They're in the legacy units. Oh, that's you know, that's the issue. So uh, Solar Auxilia Destroyer Tank Cutter Squadron. Heavy two twin linked Exoshock six up. Gets yeah, up. yeah, Exoshock, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I mean Exoshock could help, but and how, they're, they're two shots piece? One shot. Heavy two. Yeah, heavy, heavy two. two. Insane. Yeah, you're just trading your uh, Sunder on your last cannon for a twin-linked Exoshock and gets hot. Yeah. Hey, secret weapon chair, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> or secret lab chair, don't do that. Uh, but yeah, so it was a fun game. It was just uh, learn a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. 
I'll definitely be taking. And I was trying to think of like, was the Fellblade worth it? Absolutely. Yeah, I think the Fellblade came out of the new edition change, looking pretty, pretty good. The Glaive does not. No. It, it's fun until you realize your opponent's got a Artificer Armor Sergeant who just tanks all those hits. It just goes ow, 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 ow. We're okay. Definitely so. came out better than the Bane Blades. Yeah, I was going to take a Thunderhawk Transport, but I remembered I had uh, printed up a, uh, <laughs> a Fellblade, <laughs> so I just, I just did that. I printed up a Fellblade for Port Ma casually. It was like four pieces. It was great. Nice. Yeah, it was an excellent file. Uh, so I printed that up and painted it for Port Ma. I forgot I had it and opened the box. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just take this this game. <laughs> Is that why you took four Thunderhawks to Port Ma? <laughs> had the fell blade ready? <laughs> no, I had the fell blade ready at Port Mall. It was, oh, a, it was, it was there? A, yeah, it was okay, right I next to see it behind all the Thunderhawks. Yeah, it was right next to uh, Jumanji's blue fell blade. Oh, okay. Yeah, me and his me and his fell blade right next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like it was. Uh, like, oh, you brought, you brought a fell blade. I brought a fell blade. Hey, I must say, oh, you you brought a Thunderhawk. Yeah, I brought four. Yeah, Manji Monty. We basically Just brought the same guy. list. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, <laughs> weird situations. So. Sometimes you find you find that alternate universe, you know? Yeah. Dude, speaking of 3D printing. Oh, yeah? <laughs> talking about 3D printing. Be careful talking about 3D printing. That's okay. It's whatever. <laughs> it's, they're not listening. <laughs> We're too deep in the podcast. They didn't make it this far. <laughs> <laughs> we, we lost them way back there at a <laughs> somewhere around the voicemail. So. Uh, so, so, so speaking of 3D printing, right? So... Uh, I think we had talked. Oh, oh, I wanted to follow up on the denatured alcohol because I had people following up with me about yeah. that. It's excellent. It's all the sneaky stuff that they told you was good about it. It is good about it. Oh my God. I also learned that if you uh, put your print in warm water, it, we, it it softens it up a little bit and the supports come off easy. Yeah. Didn't know about that. Yeah. Typically what I do is I just hit it with a hairdryer. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so I take it out of my uh, my alcohol bath and I use the hairdryer to evaporate off any excess alcohol. And then that just softens it up. And I just whoop. You've never been worried about the heating coils of the hairdryer igniting the... The alcohol? Yeah. The fumes from the alcohol? I mean, as, as long as I keep it far enough away. Okay. I was just curious. It was uh, probably unlocked a new fear in your mind, but... <laughs> <laughs> you just been cheating death. Like, <laughs> you've been starting invisible fires you don't know about. <laughs> so that explains why the paint's peeling off the walls. It's actually invisible fire doing that. <laughs> no, no, no. So I've been, I use the denatured alcohol. It's okay. excellent. It's great. It does not leave any like gummy residue. Um, it uh, it evaporates pretty quick. Cool. Um, Remember I showed you that five-gallon paint bucket with the screen? Yes. So all of my prints I just put in that bucket now. Like, as soon as they're out. And I've, like, basically what I do is I take a toothbrush and I just, like, dip the part into the denatured alcohol. And I just, like, wipe it down while it's in there Yeah. to get all the gooey off. Brushy, brushy. The old brushy brush. And uh, I take that out and it goes straight onto the strainer on that bucket. Okay. And then I just like recapture all that alcohol inside the bucket. And it's just, this, you know, and then take my part and it goes straight to the UV capture and all that stuff. But like the, the real winner here is the denatured alcohol. It is 
everything that I thought it was going to be. I haven't tried the warm water thing just because I haven't figured out because I don't, um, I don't put my <laughs> like. I don't take my so I take my supports off while they're still attached to the <laughs> the build plate. Build plate. Yeah, I just like break them all off and then throw it in the alcohol. I don't do like any like special thing. Like I was talking to Tyler about it. He's like, he's like, Oh, do you use the hot water or the warm water? I was like, I do not. Like I'm they're well off the plate by the time what, water's involved. What's the warm water for? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's like, Oh, it stops the pitting in the holes. I'm like, no, didn't do any of that. I just went I break that shit off and hope that you can't see it in the paint. <laughs> like Yeah. I mean that was one thing with the pitting when I'd done up a whole bunch of Marines is like if I could go back and redo that, everybody be facing the build plate and then I'll just weather those pits. They would just look like gun marks and gun yeah. holes. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that is all something that I have not done before. But like, I guess if like I had like a really nice model, I had to show because like all of my supports are always where the like you can't see the model. Oh yeah, that's like a big thing. It's like okay, cool. I'll just like put it where like I know stuff is gonna cover, or like it's gonna be covered, and so that's where I put all my supports. So I really have not worried about like not seeing little pits and marks and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know. It is something if I if I guess if I printed something that would be like on display or yeah, like, like a D and D model or something like that. I guess I guess my question is like how do you keep like like in, in, in Tyler's case, like obviously you have your, your hair dryer method, like <laughs> how would I keep like warm water like on the fly? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Unless I just had like a crock pot always running next to like full yeah. of water. An electric kettle is nice. I don't know if you can, you'd have to get a fancy one that you could have it not be just boiling. Yeah, I know. I don't know. That'd be, that's a tough call. Yeah, no, I was just, I, that's how I used to like bend my uh, resin stuff that I'd get with a come like super warped. And that worked okay until I invested in a proper heat gun. Yeah, I've got my Roby heat gun. Yeah, so <laughs> bending stuff with, so just having hot water for stuff like that, it's, Kind of some, it's kind of, you have to plan it out because now it's I've a process. and now I've got two gross things of liquid that I've got to deal with. I've got gross <laughs> denatured alcohol and I've got gross water. So it's like, Oh, now I've got two toxic elements that I've got to dispose of. Like just doubling up on my hazardous waste. <laughs> and so I don't know. I'll probably, I'll probably have to see what other people are doing in that case. But the denatured alcohol does absolutely work. Hell yeah. I'll and it's, try that out. And I did like a test of like a parts that were like very similar to each other. I did one in regular alcohol and one in denatured and like immediately like in my denatured alcohol, dude, it's seen some fucking shit already. Like, I'm, <laughs> like everything's been running through there. And so it is filthy, but still everything comes out clean. Everything evaporates like it's supposed to. Hey man, I don't know what the difference is. I guess it's the lower ethanol count, but that sounds like something a smart person would say. Yeah. Like somebody who knows the chemistry involved. I am not that person. So, um, but that being said, right. That like, that was kind of like my week in 3d printing. Right. And then like I ordered an M three max photon M three max. Okay. How, how big is that beast? That is a 13 inch, like 13 inches of screen. I don't think it's like, I don't think the build plates that big, but no, cause it has to be smaller than the, but that's, yeah, it, it is, it is bigger than the Jupiter, right? It's, it's a it's a big girl, bigger than the Jupiter. Yeah, yeah, it's bigger than Jupiter. I'll show you something here. It is a. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, it's obviously any qubit's uh, uh, answer to the Jupiter, right? 
So here's Jupiter build plate. Okay. I'm seeing And it. here cool. is uh, M3 Max's build plate. <laughs> <laughs> Just it's bigger so they can put a sticker on the box that says it's bigger. Yeah, it simply says bigger than Jupiter. So I ordered an M3 Max, right? Cool. I'm excited about it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to print up Thunderhawks in no time. Like <laughs> that was my idea, right? I'm going to fucking knock these bitches out. Uh, and then I, I, it tells me it's delayed through UPS. Okay. And I was like, okay, well, that sucks. sucks. That I was ready. It's supposed to be on Tuesday. I was ready. It's delayed. That's fine. You know what? I don't really need it. I don't like, I don't even have enough resin to like, I don't, I, I want to crack open a fresh bottle of resin cause it's got the auto feeder in there. Yes. The, the Jupiter has that. Well, it's, it's a great feature. Okay. In my cabinet I have over there, I like had a special like shelf for it and everything like the shelf is like down at the bottom left <laughs> i know that the front cracks open i've watched enough youtube videos to know how this thing works and operates you know i'm ready for this fucking thing right um the day comes where it's being delivered and like the ups guy's got it like over like well he's already left a note on my door he's walking away and he has not rang my doorbell i saw him on the ring camera Ooh. and i was like oh ups guy's here cool he's dropping off the printer and like didn't ring my doorbell, but he's already leaving and I'd already put on my note on my door. And I was like, Hey dude, like, and he's like, Oh, hold on. And he goes to his truck and the door, the notes already there. And he already put like, Hey, we'll return later to bring your shit. And I was like, Oh, cause it needed a signature. Right. Yeah. And so I was like, it's, you know, a thousand dollar printer. That's fair. And so I was like, cool, man. Appreciate that. He goes to get the printer. He comes back and like, he's holding it like over his shoulder and he goes to pass it to him and he goes, whoa, 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 and he's moving super, super slow. And I'm like, what's going on here? I was like, okay, well, whatever. He's moving super, super slow. He goes, here you go. He goes, but just be careful because it's 50 pounds. And I was like, well, this isn't 50 pounds. <laughs> like this isn't anywhere near 50 pounds. And so like I grab it and he's like, like stabilizing it to where it's not moving. And I was like, okay, he's just a really nice guy. And then finally let's go of it when it's like vertical. And then he goes, Give me a second. I'm going to go, uh, uh, I'm going to go get the paperwork to write this up. And I was like, cool. Okay. He's coming back. That's the thing they do. As soon as I set it down on my Ottoman, I hear like Legos, like a bunch of Legos. And I was like, that doesn't sound good. Like that's a lot of stuff moving around in there. Like that does not sound good at all. And like, I I'm touching the box and like, it feels a little soft. And I was like, man, dude, I was like, I think I can't tell. I feel like someone's broken in here. I feel like, I feel like that's a lot of noise. And so I'm like, well, let me tell him something. Like I want him, I want to open it in front of him in case it is broken so he can take it back. And then he drives away. <laughs> yeah, he, he <laughs> and I was like, wait, I was like, I didn't sign for it. Like I didn't like what? Like he just left. And I was like, what just happened? Like what? Like what? He just left. And it, it like immediately I go to my, like to the UPS app. I'm like, well, who signed for it? It says Montalongo signed for it. And I was like, I definitely did not <laughs> sign for this bitch. That's fraud. And so I take my box cutter. I'm like, let me see what's going on here, dude. I open it up and like immediately, like all the YouTube, like, dude, like when I buy something, I watch like every unboxing. Like I know exactly how this bitch is supposed to be packed. Right. Yeah. So immediately I thought I knew something was up because my M3 was a box, the M3 in there and then another box on top of it. <laughs> And they were taped together in the middle. So it was two boxes like shelled together. Okay. And I was like, that's a very unprofessional. You can't afford the the yeah, biggest yeah, yeah. box to put. Okay. That was the first sign that something might be wrong. Right. 
Well, then I also know that the M3 Max comes with a metal frame around it, right? They pack it with a metal frame, and then all of the components have, like, foam that, like, everything has foam. Yeah. It's all foam. And so metal frame to keep it rigid, foam around it. That's how it's packed. Right. As soon as I cut it open... I saw bubble wrap. So this ain't good. <laughs> oh no. This is not a good not sign. The bubble wrap. And then I saw a blue tape. Oh, this is not good. <laughs> oh, no, not the blue tape. Not the painter tape. <laughs> this is the painter tape. I was like, what what, what, what are they painting tape for over here? <laughs> so I open up the box and immediately, like as soon as I start moving anything, I hear the <laughs> and like just, it's just it's loose plastic fragments. Yeah, the 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 plastic shell, the, the UV shell was like collapsed in on itself like it was all broken it was like smashed in there and then i was like well i'm not going to open this further because obviously this has to be a return but i'm a hundred percent sure and this is like it really makes me mad i'm a hundred percent sure that like somebody got it and they were like hey i don't like this i want to return it and like any in like Amazon's like, oh yeah, that's cool. You don't have to use the same box. We'll just give you the shipping return label and you just ship it back to us. And they were like, well, I don't have the original box. I'm not going to pack this up in the original frame. Right. So they just took the machine, wrapped it in like, yeah, wrapped it in the bubble do, wrap. Do what you got to do. And then just sent it on back. And then somebody sat in some warehouse and some guy was like, yeah, it looks like it's a good shape. That'd be all right. That'd be all right. This is good. This is good. This got the bubble wrap. Put some elbow grease in. And then when I bought it, Amazon was like, "Hey, that one that's been sitting in the corner, go and just send that out." I don't think they so used you, it. So you bought it from Amazon, a hundred percent from Amazon. Okay. And the seller was the official Anycubic. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because that has to be Amazon doing that. And I was just like, because I was mad, dude, and like I was, I was understandably, I was so hot, dude. I was like, There's okay, too much to be spending on a machine for it to come like that. And I was like, all right, give me a return. And I was like, I want a replacement. And they're like, because I bought it on sale. Right. I bought it on sale. And they're like, oh, no, we can't do a replacement. We can only do a refund. And I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. I'm like, you can't send me a replacement. I was like, y'all sent me a used printer that's demolished. And it's you not can- even gently used. <laughs> no, it's, and what's even crazier is like, I took my, like, I took my camera with my flashlight and looked even deeper in there and like everything inside, like I guess the person who used it was like, Oh, well, I got to stabilize this shit somehow. So they just like wrapped blue tape on everything to like stop it from moving internally. <laughs> like, like the build plates, blue taped and all that stuff. Hey, stop. And so it's dude, it's hot. So I got to send that back and then, okay. So here's, here, here's like the, the, the final end of the saga, right? So I don't know, like, like, I think homeboy, a UPS driver. Yeah. I think, I think everything was fine. Like I, 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 I think as fine as it could be in that state. Yeah. I don't think that the, that the previous owner, the previous owner had smashed the, uh, uh, had smashed the UV case. Right. Probably not. Not if he wants to get his money back. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he didn't. And so like, I'm pretty sure everything was fine. And I feel like, the UPS driver damaged it on that first day and was like, shit. And that's why he handed, like, that's why he was so sketchy. That's why it was all a okay. suspect. And that's what I figured. That's what I, in my mind, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but there are a lot of but things that, getting. That sh- would explain some of the, the weird, was, weird shenanigans going on. With okay. This. So, so then, okay. 
I get a return from Amazon, right? Like I finally, I don't get to raise the level of hell I wanted because I was like rightfully mad because they're just like, what do you want us to do? Just return it. <laughs> like that's like. Just get your money back. Right? Yeah, just get your money back. Quit crying. And it's like, oh, you, you sent me a used printer. Like, well, okay, cool. Who cares? Like we're a billion dollar company. Uh, we, we can cut you off and you're going to have a worse life than us being in your life. So it's like, yeah, you're right. Okay, whatever. So Amazon, too big to fail. So anyway, they uh, they tell me, it's like, look, we can't make this any easier for you, right? <laughs> so what we're going to do is get it packed up and UPS is going to come back to your house. They're going to bring a label. They're going to slap their label on there. And then they're going to take it back to bring it back to us. We can't make it easier. We can't make it easier. And I was like, I was like, fuck dude. Like they really, cause like normally you have to go like print your own label, all this shit. Yeah. Or take it to some place that has a return center. Like yeah. Kohl's does it. Yeah. They were like, look, we're sorry. This is the most convenient thing we can do for you. Right. And I was like, perfect. I'm like, that's fine. And so then like, this was the ninth, right? The ninth they were supposed to, because I got it on the eighth and on the ninth, they're supposed to come pick it up, right? So yeah. I'm ready and I'm like hot. So I'm, like, oh. I'm like, okay. Oh, what now? Well, then I ordered Domino's. You know, I get, give me some pizza, okay? What were you thinking? I was like, I was like, how could you? Like, let me order some Domino's. <laughs> I don't care if it cut my throat open. <laughs> get some Domino's <laughs> on the way. I go to get my Domino's and I look down at the ground. And underneath my welcome mat is this, like, I see white. I see a corner of white. Okay. And I was like, what is that? And so I take the dominoes inside, take the pizza in, put it in, and go back to the mat. I lift my mat up. It's a UPS return label, the sticker. And I was like, what? And I go back to my ring to see on my camera. Dude, it's the same delivery guy. He parked in the street, ran to my house lifted my mat up shoved it under there and ran back to his truck dude he was not about to get this return dude Bruh. he was out of there my guy like so i i understand a lot of the delivery workers are under tight deadlines they got they got a lot of people breathing down their necks trying to trying to make them you know they got a they got a lot of stuff they got to do this don't add up dude that guy 100 percent destroyed that printer like right like I don't think there's any. Uh, he's acting like somebody who might have destroyed. The <laughs> there's no way. That, that is definitely behavior of somebody who knows they might have messed something up. Like that is that is like, I didn't have a chance to like dispute it. I didn't have a chance to like. He told me he was coming back. He didn't come back. Like he delivered it a day late. I don't know why he delivered it a day late. I saw his truck pass by my house. I don't know what happened there. I don't know. But either way, he's making it very difficult for me ever to see him again. And. I left that dude at Reese's and like checks mix and shit well, during, it? huh? Did you take? Oh, oh, absolutely. During winter. Like yeah, I had yeah. my little basket outside for all the delivery drivers. Like, come on, man. Like <laughs> he couldn't look at me in the face. What are you doing? So M3 max destroyed. Still sitting in my living room. I got to take it back. <laughs> well, I got to take it back now because they ain't picking it up. That sucks. I got to go take the UPS store. So that's what I'm dealing with. Now that's days. unforgivable. Unforgivable. <laughs> well, yeah. Figure I'm out. Sorry, dude. That sucks. Like, uh, like that. That is probably the worst way that could have gone down. I was planning on printing just like whole. Like, dude, we've been like talking like casually about some event stuff that we want to run, and it kind of involves like a yeah, like like unique terrain features, like like 
enhancing the gaming experience. I was ready to print three Storm Eagles vertically, whole. Hugging. <laughs> just ready to, I was ready to hit that print button. I was like, look, they can fit. I'm just going to try it. Fuck it, right? I'm going to go, walk. it's got an auto feeder for the resin. I'm just going to hit it hard. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Not today. Not on this day. So, I wanted to share that story with everybody so they that, could. That's That's some pain. There's a painful Amazon story in here that you guys need to hear about, and that that was it. Yeah, I just saw the picture of the like destroyed UV shield. I thought they just kicked the box open. <laughs> Dude. I didn't realize they'd sent you a whole return. Yeah, it was, it was like but, I, I've I've had to do stuff like working at the the grocery store. Where it's like okay, we're gonna send this back to our claims department. It's a weird shape and it don't fit in a box, but we got to get it in a box. All right, <laughs> well, give me two, give me two of them boxes, and we'll make it work. That's exactly what happened, dude. I'm telling you, like it's 100 exactly percent return. What that sounds like. Ugh, I don't know, man. I don't, and I, and it's one of those things where it's like, it's like I thought about it, and I was like, dude, I just want to print. I'm ready to print. And like I was talking to any cubic, and like my first thought was like, you know what? Like let me just, like they'll just send me yeah, for let, 50, let 50 me bucks. Let them know. Yeah, for fifty bucks, they'll just send me the the top. That's what I was gonna do. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, we'll cover the top and all that stuff. And I was like, I was like, let me see how far I can get with them for them to send me this stuff and see if like, maybe I can just make this work. Right. And then I'm just sitting there thinking to myself like, well, this guy may have returned it for other reasons that I don't know about. Right. Right. Like maybe it's damaged. Maybe it didn't work. Like maybe like, you know, and I don't know if that shit's used. Like, yeah. How would you know? I don't know. And this is the second used item. I told you about the vat I got, right? Yeah. I'm telling you, it's like Amazon, don't trust Amazon with 3D printing shit. <laughs> like, yeah. they don't know how to handle it. Yeah, especially like if it was a, uh, a FDM printer where all of your stuff has to be working in concert. Like, everything's got to be as tuned as it can possibly be. Otherwise, you're going to have artifacting, you're going to have issues. Something like that. I don't know that I'd trust that with this. That's what I'm saying, dude. So now you just got to hang out here and play with your slicer and look at what could have been. Look at what could have been. <laughs> just just printing up fucking just, just straight up Storm Eagles. How many Storm Eagles fit on the plate entirely without it <laughs> in pieces? Just, I think it's just one. I was being facetious when I said print up three at a time, but. I was about to just sit here and just start counting. Like six, <laughs> seven. It's like, look. One. What's, what's your maximum Z height? You can put another one over it and have it like extra supported. <laughs> Let's see. Yes, I. I'm going to try and do this and hope it doesn't screw oh, up audacity in the background. <laughs> <laughs> see if the slicer actually works. So if you're hearing a bunch of robot noises, that's Michael's computer trying to think really hard. Yeah. See, eleven hours. You get a full storm eagle every, you could have two storm eagles a day. Just like not even, this is a full storm eagle too. This is, that is one piece of the entire storm eagle. This is just printing all of it and just sending it. And oh, hate you don't it. need any glue. <laughs> no, exactly. You're going to, it's not, I didn't even hollow it. <laughs> That's a full storm eagle guy. That is a healthy storm eagle. It's 459 millimeters of storm eagle. a bottle of resin. (laughs) He's a thick boy. (laughs) 
<laughs> but no. So if you see your opponent's got a storm eagle and it's on a full acrylic dowel, <laughs> don't test it. <laughs> Stupid, man. I hate it. I just hate it. I hate Amazon right now. But I love Amazon because of how convenient they are and how they revolutionized our uh, lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then act like they can do whatever they want because of it. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you own some SoundCloud somehow. Yeah, Jeff Bezos is getting into heresy. Yeah. So. But no, no. Anything you want to talk about? I mean, we're it's pretty much it we were going to talk mean, about. But yeah, we're running pretty pretty hot. Uh, I was just going to throw out something about how detachments work, but oh, do you? Let, I mean, you you okay? Yes, we do. Kind of need to talk about detachments because you definitely did bring something to light that I didn't like. I I didn't know that detachments were a completely separate thing from your main force, like in Lord of Wars cases. Yeah, yeah. So with the new Crusade Force organization chart. One thing they've done is they've detached Primarchs from Lord of War. So your Primarch is its own slot in your primary detachment. But Lord of War is an optional detachment. So what that means, your faction is chosen at a detachment level. Mm -hmm. So your Lord of War can be from any faction, as long as it's the same allegiance. So you can take, for example, a, a Thunderhawk. And you can it can match the same faction as your primary detachment, but it doesn't have to. You can no. also just take a knight. The only the only thing it has to match is a loyalty. Right. So something like your like a full ally detachment, that does have the stipulation that it cannot be the same faction as your primary detachment. But your Lord of War detachment doesn't have that stipulation. So it can be the same, but it doesn't have to be. So yeah. If you wanted to run your primary detachment as one legion and then have an allied detachment from a second legion, your Lord of War can be from either or it can be from something else completely different. Like if you're going to take, like I was kind of thinking about that, like if you're going to take a, like a Fellblade, it almost seems like the best case if you're going to take a Fellblade is like take an Iron Hands Fellblade. <laughs> like Iron Hands Fellblade, fun fact, the Fellblade Accelerator Cannon, whatever it's called, uh -huh. that's a bolt weapon. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So Imperial Fist, get plus one ballistic skill with it. Uh, it's not really pertinent when you're, your it's a three-inch blast, but... I know, I'm just saying. Yeah. If, you know, there's different stuff you can do with it. So, but, and kind of one of the big things that, like, made me real, like, especially, like, because you brought it up, right? Because yeah. I was talking about, like, like... workshopping different stuff to take. I wanted to run the Angel's Wrath list with a, uh, with a Thunderhawk. But... Yeah. Because it's a... The the right of war benefit says flyers with a transport type from that detachment can just fly on turn one. Yeah. The Thunderhawk is from a different detachment. Thunderhawk is from a different detachment. Yeah. So there is some right of war cheese you can do where it's like, I'm not allowed to bring any vehicles that don't have the flyer type in that detachment. Yeah. So I can bring a Fellblade. Yep. Because it's a different detachment. It's a fully different detachment. And that was one of the big things where it's like you could theoretically take an ally detachment and their Lord of War choice. I mean, you could take all three, right? Like you could take a Blood Angels main list, a Imperial Fist Lord of War, like a Fellblade, and then an ally of like Mechanicum, Mechanicum or, or yeah. 
Like Absolutely. you can just go buck wild with it. And hell, one of your non-compulsory HQs in your primary detachment can be an assassin. Yep. If you just want to stack all these different factions together, guess what? You can. Yeah, that was kind of one of the big things, like detachments. I didn't, I didn't realize like how, uh, how deep that's like that rabbit hole goes. Yeah. So we used to have the penalty of war, where you could spend your Lord of War slot on, you know, the the great vehicle or whatever it's called, where you take a super heavy, or you could take a knight from this list of different knights, or you could take a suborbital strike wing. Mm-hmm. They, they've gotten rid of that, but instead they just opened it up so you can take any Lord of War with any primary detachment. Yeah. The only thing that's kind of weird, like it's weird wording is the legacy stuff specifically says a Adeptus Astartes crusade. It like it, it all ever says everything in that list can be taken for your Adeptus Astartes crusade force. Yeah. That's the only thing that might make it a little wonky, but other than that, the ones in the book are definitely fair game. So any of the knights you can just take. If you just want to take a Warhound Titan, you don't have to play Mechanicum for the rest of your faction. Yep. But the weird thing is, if you want to take an Armager, you have to be playing... The Nighthouse, like... Yeah. Mechanicum can take, like, the Moirax. The the Mechanicum Armagers with, like, the, the Laslocks and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you want, like, an Armager Helverin or an Armager Warglaive you have to take an allied detachment of knights. And I don't think there's any knights that are in the legacy book or anything like that, but like the rules for what knights you can take are specific to a page number in the Mechanicum book as well. Yeah, it falls under their Divisio Tactica. But no, it, it specifically says like, if you want to take these in a Lord of War for not Mechanicum, you can take these knights from this page to this page. Okay, like in the, the how to use the book section? It, it talks it, of the Divisio Tactica. It's the it's in the Mechanicum side, and it talks about like how you can use knights, and like one way is like household knights, and the other way is as you know, Lord of War in a Crusade list, and it says you can for that version you can take these knights, and it says from page seventy eight to seventy six or something like that, or seventy eight okay. to eighty six or something like that. It tells you like what knights you can take. Okay, I'd miss that one, I guess, because I haven't really done a deep dive into this one yet either. But that it's uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first way to include units from the Divisio Tactica Quistoris household is to select a single Lord of War unit from the entries on page seventy-eight to eighty-seven to fill a Lord of War optional detachment in a Crusade Force organization chart. Yeah, and so like it's kind of one of those things where like I don't I don't know if there's a Legacy Knight that's not included in there that they forgot I don't about. Think so. That that would kind of like discriminate against that knight, but. I don't know. I, I didn't even think about taking a Warhound. Warhounds are what, 750 points now? Yes, sir. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, 78 to 87, that's just all of the... Are they hard 750? Things. Like, just a straight 750? I'm pretty sure. They should be. I'm not far from that page. I know they didn't get, like, a... 750 for whatever guns you want. Man, dude. Reavers, 15... For whatever guns you want, two thousand for the Warbringer, three thousand for the Warlord. I am like, I've got like sixty percent of a Warhound printed. Oh, nice. But yeah, they did axe a bunch of options that they didn't have the models for. The Lucius so, pattern too. 
nice. But like the last edition, the you had all these different options for like your carapace weapons and cool stuff like that that is no longer in the book. No. Yeah, no more melta cannons on your warlord shoulders. No, that's okay. Dude, I'm I'm a hundred percent trying to like dude like once again, just it's all going back to to Mortis, right? <laughs> I'm hard for Ignatum right now, dude. Like that like Solarius cool too, but like Legio Ignatum. Like it's one of the big ones and, from and, Mars. And if you were like a like I I've never been like a like a, a bad guy player. It's just what it is what I'm not like a traitor player. Like I can't but like the Death Heads, you know, Mortis, they're pretty cool, man. Oh yeah. They, the book wouldn't be named after them if they weren't. And then even then, the uh, uh, Warp Runners. Yeah, they've got to store them. They've got the uh, uh, the like I I don't know what they're called, but they're like basically like Spartans for hands, and they oh, they're like yeah. slinging out Imperial fists out of their hands. And yeah, then, it's basically like a Cestus, but instead of a plane, it's a fist. Yeah, so they like. Punch other like, Titans and then like they basically give it Imperial Fist aids. Yeah. And then like all of those Imperial Fists, like Good it, job, now you're boarded. Yeah, and and, and they're like uh it's crazy because it's talking to them about, about them. Dude, I keep going to Mortis talk because it's such a fucking good book. It's a good book. And like like they're talking about how like these Imperial Fists, they have jump packs and they're jumping from night to night and they know exactly where to go to not run into vents and not run into like guns that like are meant for killing borders. It's like for some reason these imperial this imperial fist jump squad knows where to go to kill knights. And so what they're doing is they're jumping in there, they're disabling the knights void shields with their bombs and they jump to the next knight before I'm sorry, they jump to the next titan I just got way cooler. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, was, I was like, yeah. So they're jumping. Like they get they get punched onto this titan, right? Yeah. They come out of the fist. They the titan gets aids on it. It's imperial fist aids. They get inside. Like on like they're running around in the titan. They get on the ca- top of the carapace. They're planting other bombs, and then they like and they're avoiding like because it's got vents and shit like that. And like it's oh, yeah. like Titans have all sorts of countermeasures. They've got parts yeah. that get electrified. They've yeah. got Ardex defensor weapons. And so it specifically says that they know how to avoid all that. And like they're doing it like they're 100 percent. They know where not to go. And then they jump to the next Titan like they're on their way with their little like jetpacks. The bombs go off. And then the Titans from the Manipole they're helping blast that Titan as soon as the Void Shields are down. <laughs> and like it's it, it describes it's like it's like they know exactly where to go and like and they know exactly where to avoid in addition to being on an enemy Titan. <laughs> they're like, you know, like and they jump to the next one. And then like midair, you like you hear like Titans are like blasting them out of the air, and you just see like basically uh just a a blast of blood where like there was three dudes that were like <laughs> But I'm just like Okay. That's a cool bit of lore, man. Like, you had these, like, Imperial Fist. Uh, That's immersive right there. You had, like, the, like because we all know about the Lysander, like, Titan Hammer squad, right? Oh, yeah. But these are Imperial Fist with jump packs that are, like, jumping night to night. Jumping from Titan. Yeah. Just, like, not even touching the ground. They're just... Jumping Titan, Titan, yeah. How is that not an exemplary squad, dude? Like, how doesn't that not exist? Like... It'd be a lot of complexity to add to Titans where, okay, well, if you have an assault squad, they can uh, they can charge all onto... All it would have to be is if you take the exemplary... St- if you take the 
Titan Hunter Assault Squad, you know, whatever the hell it is. All the only thing they would have to do is say they like always hit Titans on a three up regardless of the rules. Or like always hit on They like, can ignore the towering monstrosity. Yeah, wearing. yeah. They always hit like you don't have to make them jump on the Titans carapace and also it's like just let them hit normal against Titans, right? Or like let them get some advantage to like hitting Titans, because that's what they're there for. And just let them put their melt bombs and then move on to the next Titan and let them put their melt bombs. Or or like maybe even like some like neutron bomb, right? Or even just have it so in combat you can choose to swing on the Titans void shields. Oh yeah, that'd be tight. Still still twelve though. Yeah. But if you like a crack grenade can do it. And if you've got melt bombs, hey, guess what? You got it. Games Workshop, if you did make it this far. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about what we said earlier. Sorry about the whole 3D printing. Talking thing. about my 3D printing three Storm Eagles thing. <laughs> if you could do me uh, a solid. It, it's a lot of complexity to add to the game for a really cool moment. Uh, you're right. But hey, there's no, there's nothing saying we can't put that in a mission. That's so sad. You're right. There is nothing saying we can't put that in a mission or make there's that a squad. Saying we can't make that a squad. Well, why shouldn't we make it a squad? <laughs> <laughs> Just jump around elbow dropping Titans. Uh, I don't know. I'm glad you're enjoying Mortis. It sounds like a riot. Yes. Once again, I am very much enjoying Mortis. <laughs> upright locked position. Yeah. And, and what's funny about it and what makes it even funnier is like, I'm not binge listening to it. So I like a little treat. Yeah, like whenever I'm doing something, like if I have to do dishes, it's like, you know what? If I'm going to have to do dishes or I'm going to fold laundry, I'm going to listen to Morris while I'm doing it. If I have to do this. a little reward for for doing my responsibilities. (laughs) I'm an adult. I'm supposed to do this stuff. I I don't listen to it while I'm driving because I I don't want to be like. (laughs) Get a little too into the zone. And then that road rage hits. Yeah. You've been listening to guys blowing up Titan's void shield. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That's very responsible of you. So, but that's all I have. That's, that's where I'm at. That yeah, you, the listener should go listen to us. And then when you're done listening to us, you should go get Mortis on audible. A hundred percent. So if you like cool stuff, you will like Mortis, <laughs> but all right, guys, we will kick you over to some, uh, powerful canty, uh, once again, uh, if you want to call in, leave us a voicemail, feel free. Uh, make us, uh, give us some content, man. It should be a good time. Hell yeah. But thank you guys. Emperor Protects. <laughs>